throughout the history of time, stories have been told. Wonderful, beautiful, logical stories. Every now and again, a story will cross your path. A story so unbelievable, a story so wildly ridiculous, it makes you jump back and say, Do you know what's fucked up? You'll find out on the Loken Jabroni Show today. It's the end of summer edition of Do You Know It's Fucked Up? Welcome, everybody, once again to this fine live recording of the Loki and Jabroni Show, once again on Monday night. I am always as Loki, and to the left of me, of course, is my co-host and partner in crime, Mr. Jabroni. I am Walter Cronkite. Yes. No, not really. I'm still a Jabroni, and the man in the box without a microphone yet is Mr. Eddie Focus. How in the hell are you, my friend? I'm great. I am absolutely fantastic. My enterprise has been absolutely been used, as you can see. I um, can. It's starting. <laughs> I'm going to have to take her to work and file it down again. I was going to say, you may have to take her to Starfleet to get the work done on the ship. Yep, yep, definitely. The filing's there. Um, so, um, I, before we get into our whole fucked up thing, mm-hmm. I, do have, uh, I do have something small that I wanted to kind of get off my chest. Um, recently, a gentleman passed away. I'm not going to let names off because there is, you know, a little bit of controversy with his name, sort of say. Um, but I've, I know him. I've known him for a while. Um, I, I didn't have an issue with him. And you know what? Outside of whatever your daily activities may be, um, if, if you're not directly affecting anybody or anything or any other person in any way, I really don't give a fuck if, you know, if you ask slap monkeys around all day long, like seriously, if it's not affecting anybody else, then everybody should shut their mouths. Um, number two, this person served this country. He was a Marine. So you need to respect that and you need to, you need to understand that you will never understand unless you've been there what the military can do to you. And that being said, that can make you do some things when you leave the military, especially people that have served in time of war and have actually seen war. So for the hypocrites and the people out there that are talking shit on this name, I just want you to say one thing. I hope to God that when you go to fucking lay in your final deathbed that you are absolutely perfect and you have nothing else that you have holding you back um, because, you know, that that's what I'm getting it from you. If you if you have the gall and the, the, the nads to turn around and say, yeah, but this person did this. What does it matter? That's what At I'm the saying. end of the That's... day, this is a person who has a family, who has people that love them and that they loved as well. Um, you don't celebrate bad news. You right. don't, you don't exactly. take joy in someone else's misfortune. Exactly. If you do that, you're kind of an asshole. In fact, I'll, I'll retract kind of. You're an asshole. Yeah. So... To jump for joy or to make fun of someone. It wasn't really jumping for joy. It was just saying, no, 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 well, I, I, this person did right. this. And it's like, you know, so what? 
I, I, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about bullshit like that because I've never seen it affect anybody, and I've known this person for a good amount of years. And I know back in his younger days, it was a lot more precedent in his life, but obviously it wasn't that much more later, you know? So, so people, seriously, it's, it's, it's the end all be all of fucking phrases. You know, those who live in fucking glass houses shouldn't fucking throw stones. It's that simple. Um, mm-hmm. unless you're perfect, which I think I've had this comment, uh, a long time ago. There yeah. is no fucking perfect being. If you think you're perfect, Come on down here because we'd love to fucking interview a perfect person. Yeah, we I would. I mean, I've seen a lot of people, but I haven't come across a perfect one yet. I've seen I've seen a few that thought they were right, but yeah. uh, on, let me uh, let me. That's okay. We're just uh, my magic. Oh, he got it. He got it. Okay. I was gonna say I have volumes over here. So EBM and James both report no sound, but uh, stick with us. We're uh, through it. You're good. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys are just <laughs> needing to turn up your gimmicks and hear us a little bit better this time. Well, you missed that whole thing? Well, that sucks. Well, <laughs> tough for them. I guess you're going to have to fucking watch the, or listen to the... Uh, the. You can listen to the audio-only drop on Wednesday on iTunes yep. and Google Play Music or later... T- <laughs> <laughs> or you can just watch this back when we're done after it uploads. Or, when you're done doing that on Wednesday, you go check out the C&J Speedway Review, going on to Episode 4, another little shameless plug. We're having a good time with it. And it, it it's no. all, well, yeah, true, but someone would be like, oh my god, no, the shameless plug. Sucks. Right, exactly. The Crispin I agree. I agree. Watching Racing Show. Yeah, that's the one. The Crispin <laughs> so, Watching um, Racing Show. That being said, I do gotta say this. Um, yes. Seriously, one of these days, try it. Throw your phone. Just, just like, purposely hide it on yourself one day and see, see how long you last. When I went, <laughs> when I went away to Maine, the only time I broke out my phone was to get around because I don't know the fucking area. Right, right. The rest of the time, over in the corner. You know what sucks want, is not knowing people's scene. phone numbers. Remember back in the day, we? Oh yeah. I you... memorized fucking people's phone numbers, dude. I had like sixteen people's fucking people's phone numbers memorized in my head. Now mm-hmm. it's like, now it's like, fuck. <laughs> it's under B. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't you know. I've tried to give your number like to different guests and like call Mike's phone. What's his number? Uh, yeah. uh I know I hit Mike. Shit. That's all yeah, I know. It's under it's under M. Uh. Yeah, right. It's under Mike. Oh, first peanut gallery of the day. Chris, soak it up all you can cuz on the 22nd of October the Pats are going to shut you down. You just wait your turn. Stick around. Who's okay. that? Eric B. Mitchell? No, it's Adam Crandall. <laughs> but thank you, Adam. Much appreciated. Uh, we'll get to you later. Stick around. Kyle Bush sucks. Uh, Jimmy okay, Johnson well, sucks. I'll, I'll say, like I said, um, we, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, the Patriots looked better this week. Uh, 100%. They, they definitely came back to where they were, where they were originally. Let's mm-hmm. just put it that way. Because um, for the most part, uh, they weren't there in the beginning. Um, big shout out to my man Pitbull. Uh, your, your boys romped all over us. Like we were a bunch of fucking kindergarten school children. And, uh, I, I gotta say this. I love Harrison Smith. I hope he doesn't go anywhere because man, when the defense sucks, Uh he calls them out. We're holding thoughts. So I guess we got the weekly sports talk scroll. So now you may move on. I was, 
Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, I love, I love the passion when a teammate isn't afraid to call out the team. And a lot of people say, oh, he's being an asshole. No. No, he's not. Because you know what? Harrison Smith was fucking playing. Rhodes, you fucking caused a fuck ton of fucking interference calls, buddy. That's not like you. That's for being one of the best cornerbacks in the league. You should not be doing fucking rookie bullshit mistakes like that. So for Harrison Smith to call you out, maybe you need it, dude. Maybe you needed to fucking hear that about oh, yourself. Yeah, on the you same token, uh, to have two pass interference penalties called against the same guy for the Falcons, Robert Alford, two in a row that cost 35 yards of yardage that basically gave Green Bay a touchdown. Not to say they wouldn't have got one. Look how beautiful that is. It is We're good. watching ourselves. Not to, not to say they wouldn't have gained a touchdown. Green Bay is a good team. Let's be yeah. honest. No, I if you give them any chance, you watch take after that. Se- if any of you watch that game on Sunday night, you see after they score, after Green Bay scores, you see Desmond Trufant go over and slam his fist down, and he, you know he's saying, "Get your head in the game." Gets a, it's, it's not like shake it off, brother. It's like, dude, you just gave them yeah, half the distance. Exactly. To the touchdown you, you, by you have, being an asshole. You have eight other motherfuckers out here busting their ass, and you pretty much gift wrap that for them. Thank you mm. very much, dick face. Yeah, that's what I'd be saying, too. So, basically, <laughs> what happened to the Vikings is... Oh, well, about- well, first of all, well, you know, you can make all the, ex- all the excuses in the world. Uh, Sam Bradford decided last minute that I didn't even know he was fucking injured. To be honest with you, it was, it was so fucking soon. Yeah, that's why we had no fucking offense. We threw in Casey Keenum. Who hasn't okay. fucking played in almost two I was years? Say, it's been a couple years. Yeah, almost two fucking years. Uh, and you wonder why you can't get a fucking offense rolling. And uh, well, when your offense doesn't roll, guess what? Your defense has got to roll a hell hell of a lot but more. But an than argument that. an argument could be made that that's not always the case because Mike Glennon stepped in for the Bears after not playing for anybody for a while. Last in, last known oh, address yeah. was yeah. Tampa Bay, and he put a good. Mini spanking until the Falcons realized, hey, we're the NFC champs. We need to beat these motherfuckers. Mike Glennon was taking that team up and down the field with ease. Well, I mean, like Not I said. Not a lot of good I mean, it did him this weekend, but. Yeah. <laughs> same, same thing here. Casey uh, just looked like a fucking rust bucket. He didn't How do you put him. up 42 against the world champion Patriots and then you struggle against the Eagles? This, uh, probably the same. Well, I mean, I guess, I, guess, I mean, you know, we, we had freaking uh, Sammy. Sammy fucking two sleeves out there fucking having the NFC player of the week. And then this week we ain't got shit. Like mm. Sammy shows up. Maybe it's a different story. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but regardless, defense need to play a whole hell of a lot more. And I, and like I said, I love how, I love how fucking Harrison called him out. I love when people do that, man. I, you I have think, to, I think your teammates, if you, if you care that much about this team, it shows the passion. There's nothing wrong with that, man. And if you There's get butt hurt, you're clearly not a part of the team. Right, exactly. If you really feel like, oh, my God, you're picking me out, um, well, maybe you need it. Maybe, All right. Maybe you need to hear it. Question coming in. What do you guys think of Oakland's strong team so far? I'm I'm, I'm surprised. Um, Hello. I, I had know. You pick the them Super going Bowl. to the Super Bowl. So, no, I'm not surprised No surprise at all. for you. Surprise I, I, for I me. I told you guys. Um, what I am surprised about is that they actually threw fucking um, – the guy from uh, Minnesota that we just got rid of, freaking, uh, oh, my God. He, we had him for, like, fucking three years, and we gave him to Oakland. Uh, and everybody was all pissed off. Uh, his nickname Tavares was Flash. Jackson? No, no. Oh, God, no. He went to the Seahawks. Thank God. 
Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I, I, it used oh to be God, I needed I, yeah, a scorecard to keep up I, with your I, yeah, When you're on the Vikings, I actually give a fuck about you. When you leave the team, like, I delete. <laughs> uh, Patterson. Patterson. Okay. Uh, he, he went over there, and, of course, you know, he's all over his Twitter, new team, new attitude. Um, you look like the St. Patterson dude. You look lost. You don't know how to catch balls. Just like I said before, you're dangerous in special teams. Special teams players don't deserve $3 million. Oakland, unfortunately, you're going to bite a big one on that one. But you got some really good, solid players around everywhere else. So you I know, think funny you golden. say, new team, new attitude. It looked like Marshawn Lynch was having fun out there this weekend. He loves like, Oakland, fun. dude. He loves Oakland. He he loves it. That's why he's... That, his attitude change is like night and day. I am. I actually enjoyed watching some Marshawn Lynch this Absolutely. weekend. Absolutely. And that's why I said that if, if, that's, the, if that's the player you're going to get out of it, then you're, you're, you're going to look at a... Super Bowl contending team here, man. All right. That's all that's on my mind is 2-0. That's it. That's a beautiful thing. That's, how about the, how about the Patriots at 1-1? I'm not – it's too early for the shit talking, but I just got to rub it into Eddie a little bit. But to give the Patriots some credit, you did take out our light work and you beat the shit out of the Saints. How about some fucking Broncos? Oh, that was beautiful. Wasn't what it? a fucking ass whooping they handed the Cowboys. Huh? Oh, my God. I mean, you think it was because Ezekiel wasn't there? Give me a break because they still had a running game. They, gotta, was, they gotta, were still they were still fucking running. The person who was fucking up was Prescott. I got a call from a very famous musician on Sunday, and he was bobbing his head and he said, "Dallas looks good this weekend." Yeah, I saw that too. They were they were all over the place, but in the end zone. Exactly. <laughs> and we really? love seeing shit like that. Oh, terrible, terrible. So you ready to kick this thing off? I am absolutely fucking. I want ready. you to do me a favor and turn your beard toward the camera and show them what you're drinking. I I am having a Wachusett Green Monster without the H. Right. Now, do you know what's fucked up? That they uh there's no Red Sox symbol on. No. <laughs> that this week some jackass or set of jackasses took a banner and draped it over the Green Monster that said and I quote racism is as American as baseball. You saw that story. Oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. you saw that yep. story. No? Yep. Oh, yeah. you're missing out. Don't know. I'm sure these guys were thrown out. I'm sure there's a lot of things that happen with these gentlemen. But we have all these groups fighting against each other, whether they're groups or movements or whatever you want to call them. I don't know how you get a banner like that in there. You sneak it in. The same way that when they hold up the big sheet banner that says, Go Big Poppy! And they walk it around. Yeah, the but they look at that, that shit. I don't know how they did it. You might want to ask them. I'm sure they're getting... They, they look at that shit. Trust me. They they search everything. They look at your banner, and you're not even supposed to be bringing signs in there. I mean, so, I mean... I don't know, but these guys did it, and in my opinion, it, from what from the picture and from the description in the article, white guys. Yeah, like you just said, of course. And nobody's calling them out. See, the thing it is... It was a news story, and then it disappeared. Let it was me, there for a day. Yeah, let me now. Let, if you know why, brought, let me say brought, this because there's hold, certain. Hold that thought. If you if it had been four black guys bringing a banner to Yankee Stadium and say "Kill all white people," not only would Yankee fans be called on the carpet, but black people would be called on the carpet. Um, anybody that has BLM or whatever the bullshit is, you'd be called out. I have not heard word one about this story since it broke earlier last week, after we had done our show here. Now. I'm going to say this because this is fucked up. And this adds to the you know what's fucked up. Recently, like I said, I I just saw Lady Gaga. I could have had the opportunity to see Billy Joel from the same section. Mm -hmm. Now, 
The thing is, without letting anything away, obviously those are very expensive, high-profile seats. Right. Unless you know people. And to know people is to put money in their pockets. Oh, see, I was going to say to know people is to blow people, but I don't know how you no, no, no. take it. Money, I don't know. I'm sorry. Money, money in the pockets, gotcha. buddy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Grease in the pockets. Money in the pockets. The I got you. Now, here's the problem with that. You don't go through no fucking security clearance. You don't go through anything else. So now these motherfuckers just took the trust of one of their friends. Now, granted, this guy's making money off you. However... He trusts you not to do something stupid like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. So the reason why that fucking thing is only on there for a day, because I guarantee you fucking Fenway Park was all up on that fucking security detail of that section. Was like, I'm not even how so much worried. The fuck did he get in? Number I'm one. I'm not so much worried about <laughs> the how. I'm, I'm wondering, because I had gotten into an argument earlier in the week with someone else when I posted the looters from uh, Hurricane Irma. Like, what are you trying to intimate here? That black people? No, motherfucker. It's man's inhumanity toward man. That's what I was getting at. But you want to turn into a race discussion? I'm out. See you later. Haven't spoke a word of it since. Not going to. What I'm saying is, where's the outrage at these anywhere between two to four white guys put this banner up? And it had to be at least 12 feet. Monsters 37 and a half feet high. This thing draped down to just below the Foxwoods ad, which means yeah. it was right close to that scoreboard. That resides on the left field wall. This wasn't easy. Where's the outrage? Where's the outpouring of anger? Where? Because I'll tell you this. I'm not even a Red Sox fan, but I love the sport of baseball, and I like people in general. Where the fuck is the outrage for these people doing this? If it was a cop, big difference. And I'm not picking on you because I know that was going to come up next. If you were a cop, this would be an outrage. If you were a politician, this would be an outrage. But it's a couple college kids or whatever the fuck they were. Someone tell me why these kids aren't blown up on CNN right now and having their mothers be harassed by the fucking news media on their lawns every goddamn day. Take it away, Ed. Well, I have one theory. It's almost a devil's advocate, but not quite. Not enough to hit the button. Yeah, we don't want to hit the button yet. Might be a staged event for publicity. You honestly think that the Boston Red Sox organization would put something like that yes. out there? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I'll tell you why. They get a lot of heat about that, the street name. A lot of heat about that. Okay. Yawkey way. Yeah. It's it's scandalous, but it sells tickets. I don't, you know, I, I just, okay. I'm just saying. The like, whole thing about taking statues down and not having Robert Lee from ESPN, call a game in Georgia. This this titty-sensitive bullshit needs to stop. Stop trying to erase and rewrite history. Enough. We all know there were racist times for a number of years, decades slash centuries in this country. We're, we're a country that's been around 250-some years. There's racism. There has been and there will be, but it's shrinking. It's not as prevalent as it was in the 60s. Be honest with yourselves. Oh well, it's hidden. It's not. It's not as prevalent. Well, you hear horse all the shit. Time, horse shit. Horse shit. You hear all the time about people like George Soros, for example, is always dumping money into protesters mm-hmm. to push a cause. Like it, it, I'm not necessarily saying it's Boston. It might be him or somebody trying to stir the pot. Like this kind of shit affects elections. Right now, you got right now you got wrecking ball in office. You're gonna see a lot of this shit. Tell you right now, you're going to see a lot of this shit. Whether it's honest or if it's staged, you're going to see a lot of it to try to get them out. All right. I can, I can buy some of that. 
What I don't understand. Because it's like Mike said, how the fuck did they get that in there? I don't know. They're not going to let them come in with, with the paint to they, make they, it right then and there. They've successfully swept this story under the rug. Saw it that next day. It was all over every sports site. It was over. It was on CBS Morning News. I'm surprised. And it went away I'm the surprised next at that fucking because day. ESPN has been very SJW lately. Oh, of course. They've been bad with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's... All right. Let me, let me, let me stop. And I'll say it. Colin Kaepernick sucks. Colin Kaepernick. That's why he doesn't have a, a job. No, yeah. He Bottom has, line, that's not why because he, have he won't job. stand. He, he he doesn't have a job because he fucking blows. That one season was an anomaly. Horseshit, all of it. Anyway, look, America, stop being so fucking titty sensitive. Stop taking down statues. Stop erasing things that happened. You can't erase it. It's why it's called history. What's next? We're going to erase the Holocaust? No, we shouldn't be erasing it. We should be learning from it. Do you want to erase the riots and the and the NAACP, the wars they fought in the 60s and 70s? No, should be embracing it. Learn from it. I don't understand this, this whole, and I'm going to reference them real quick, WWE mentality where you do something wrong, you're erased from history. You never existed. Like the time Andre the Giant slammed himself in front of 90,000 people at WrestleMania 3. That, that was not, quite the fucking feat. 90, is it 91,470? I don't know. It was pretty close. That sounds like a They made a big deal number. about it. Like they, got, they kept flashing that number for years afterwards. Right. But all those people saw Andre the Giant slam himself in a pretty good 12-minute match where Andre the Giant fought nobody and slammed himself and lost. And I saw him get eliminated early in a tournament by himself. Yep. I saw, that was the next year. I saw him... In, the million dollar man slam himself mm-hmm. and take the belt and from a dual referee twins yeah and then the twins like just started flying all over the place all by himself all by himself. you cannot erase history and that's what people want to do now i'm offended that coca-cola box offends me take it away that logo offends me that statue offends me i, I said it Earlier in the week in a post, I don't know if you were part of it, Ed, but I wish you would have... I, I, I got to be honest, I don't give a fuck about the statues. I wish you would have been there. What's next? They're going to tell us what books to read. They're going to start monitoring what we watch on television. Angela's all up in this show called Shameless, which I find to be freaking <laughs> a, an abomination. I'm but she get, likes I'm it. I'm afraid to get hooked on it. But she likes it. And you know what? She likes it. You might as well go forward and watch it. I don't have to. You know what I do? I excuse myself. I'll go play Xbox. I'll read a book. I'll do whatever I got to do just so I don't have to watch that show. Cause I, and that's all you have to do, people. You don't like a statue? Don't look at it. You don't like a book? Don't read it. You don't like the music? Don't listen to it. I complain to him as a goof about the music he likes versus the music I like, and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, I'm not beating him with a bat going, you got to listen to fucking metal, motherfucker. No. Nor is he sticking a hot cattle prod on me. I feel like that's me. typical of you metal people. Right. But then again, he's not pulling a gat on me going, listen to rap, motherfucker. I really, yeah. I don't really listen to rap that much. You get the idea. <laughs> How was the Tupac movie, by the way? Terrible. Yeah. You know what's fucked up? What's fucked up? That movie. All right, we'll talk about oh, that it's later. Terrible. Um, Angela, it's the show Shameless. We just mentioned that you watch and you love and stuff. Um, James says, uh, Shawn Michaels pretty much wrestled himself at SummerSlam anyway, so there's no need to erase that. You Look, know what? Man, there's two things you don't mess with. The man, who, the man who doesn't exist. And the Relish King. <laughs> and the Relish King. Where are you, Relish King? Speaking of which, where is Loki? This is a topic of his baseball team. He's not here. That's okay. Old 58 upstairs is getting his, uh, getting his uh, comeuppance. Because we, we're sharing a mic. Yeah, at least for now. 
Nickelback is Canadian. We can't ban them, Will. Sorry. Only Canada has that power. But they did. They tried to, because um, Bieber is Canadian, they tried to uh, ban him one time. They sent a oh, p- yeah, I petition read that. to the White House, and the so White House had to respond because there were so many signatures. You can't deport somebody just for sucking at on music. A misdeme- no, 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 no. They can't deport him for a misdemeanor. Right. He's got to be guilty of, of uh, multiple felonies. He's, have you listened to his songs? Those are multiple felonies. I don't hate him. Oh, God. I mean, I'm not going to buy his music, but there, I mean, his early shit I thought was stupid, like Baby, 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 baby But there were some baby, songs baby, he did later baby, that were baby, pretty baby. good. I don't like any of them. But then again, that's me. I, I, I don't buy the records. I don't have to. You know why? Because I have the choice. Yes. And so do you. I don't listen to the radio because I have no choice. Exactly. Exactly. I use my free streaming from Title. Nice. Who I who I ripped apart in the show first. Yeah, you did. And now look. Now at it's you. free. <laughs> now you're all up in their business. You are sucking on the Title team. I'm not my paying for it. Shit. No, who cares? Yeah. So it's like it's in hi-fi, motherfucker. Oh, uh, I mean, just to just to cap this off, and I, I I'm sure we'll get more out of Loki when he comes back. Is um, racism exists because you want it to exist. People, if people want racism to exist, they will make racism. Um, rare is the time you hear of people getting hemmed up on the street and having gang wars because someone called someone the N-word or cracker or any of these other beautiful terms that, and I say beautiful facetiously, all these, these wonderful terms that people use to disparage other races for years and years and years. You don't hear it anymore. You know, it, here's the thing. It's sad that you have to say that. But you ha- you're saying it sarcastically or ironically. It's, I have to because someone's going to get titty that. sensitive and be like, oh, look, he's fucking right. Fucking the clan hood is red with a falcon on it. That's what they're going to say. Uh, that's what's next. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you wear a falcon the entire, hat, you're the in the entire clan. team is going to be associated with you. The Red Sox, the Falcons, and Kiss are all fucking Klansmen. Well, Simmons is questionable. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll, get to, we'll get to Simmons in my next fucked up. Oh, I'll give you a boy. preview already. So, Ed, why don't you take over? Oh, boy. Oh, man. I love these people. I can't stay away from them. Antifa. Oh, God. Antifa. Oh, you beautiful commie bastards. Are they it's drinking a, milk? It's a fucking, it's a fucking great day <laughs> in news because of these motherfuckers. It really is. Okay, so Ben Shapiro speaks at Berkeley. Antifa shows up. because This is the fucked up part. I'll get to the fucked up part in a second. But Antifa shows up to protest Ben Shapiro. They call him a white supremacist Nazi. The Jewish, the Jewish guy, right? The Jewish guy. He's Orthodox. He wears a yarmulke. The Jewish guy is being called a Nazi. The let, fi- me, let me see foot, if I get this I think he's right. five foot nine. The yep. five foot nine Jewish white supremacist Nazi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they showed up to try to stop people from going to see him speak. It's not fascism or anything. No, not really. Yeah. We're going to tell you what to do, but, but don't you dare tell us what to do, goddammit. Exactly. But the beautiful thing is uh, Ben Shapiro made a lot of noise prior to the event. Um, he challenged the college. He challenged um, the governor. Um, the police actually started arresting them. Good. Finally started arresting them. The fucked up part is nobody ever arrests these motherfuckers. They, the officers get orders to stand down. That's the problem. Because you can't. You pick on one, you got to pick on them all. It's that whole participation trophy of life now. We're, we're in a world where no, people... It's politi- no, it's, it's, I'm going to correct you. Good. That, that's, that's certain leaning politicians favoring them. That's, it's, all, it's not even the participation trophy shit. They're favoring one violent gang over another. As far as what happened in Charlottesville, mm-hmm. I, I, my whole philosophy was like, 
the, the Japanese guy and Godzilla. Let them fight. I don't care. They can kill each other. That's what I would. I would let them kill each other and arrest who's left. But, you know, I don't give a shit about neo-Nazis. Take KKK. it back old school. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, the KKK you know. is like, what, 48 strong now? Their numbers have dwindled so much that they're meeting in their buddy's they, garage they on a Thursday eight, night. They say there's 8,000 neo-Nazis in the country. I'm just speaking to the Klan themselves. I know, that's that, just... And that's the group that everybody... But there's like the, the white dragon gimmick. So I just recently saw a map on a, on a website that it shows a lot of... Probably, the, Southern yeah. Poverty Law Center yeah. shows the eight groups. And they show where they're spread out. It's right. mostly along the Mason-Dixon line. And, and and it's really funny. It's not deep south or far north. It's like right on that Mason-Dixon line. And you could almost draw the line. And then there's splinter groups here and there. But it's mostly on well, the line. There's different... There's there's probably about just as many in the north and the south, but they're different mm-hmm. groups. They're clearly like the 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 fucking Richard Spencers of the world are in the north, and the David Dukes in the world are kind of the, in the southern. South. The the neo Nazis come like out of that Illinois. Florida area and then move upwards, and you know it's. But in any case, like when you look at their total numbers, like neo Nazis are like eight thousand strong. You know, the Klan is really small now. They have no power whatsoever. Yeah. You know, they have none. But think about it. When you, there are no politicians in the Klan in office. I'm not saying that, and I'll throw Black Lives Matter, the movement. It's not a group. It's not a, it's not a whatever. Let's get past that, guys. It's a fucking hashtag. It's a hashtag. It's a movement. It's not a group. But if that's your movement, whatever, and you want to, Black Lives Matter. Well, you know, uh, Coca-Cola Lives Matter, whatever. Um no matter what group you belong to, I miss, and I'm not saying I miss the days of racism and social unrest and fighting in the streets and all that, but I miss being able to have an opinion. I miss being able to say to someone and have a, have a conversation without them saying, you can't say that to me. And when you respond back, well, you can't say that to me. And their response is, I'll say whatever I want. That's communism. That's fascism. That's not anything that this country represents. If you can't have a fair and intelligent conversation with someone and whether or not you come to an agreement at the end of it or not, it doesn't fucking matter. You need to stop thinking as titty sensitive as you're thinking. I'm glad the police started arresting these people, especially at the Ben Shapiro the, show. The press was like against them. They had to. Yeah, you know, everybody was because he, he was saying, watch, they won't arrest them. They won't arrest. They arrested like eight of them. Good. Yeah. Good. Man. There are some fucked up things like they wouldn't rent out the top seats because they're afraid people are going to drop chairs. It's like on them uh, I can't remember the video. It was uh, some months ago. The uh, the TV reporter got drunker and shit somewhere in the Midwest or probably yeah. Florida. Doesn't matter. It was probably Florida, and she's screaming at the cop, "You can't fucking touch me, you baby killing black hating this that and the third and the and the boyfriend slash husband is like, you need to come up. You need to come with me. This is bullshit. You're going to get yourself in trouble." Fuck that, and I'm going to tell you something because you believe, because someone told you 10 years ago when you were in grade school, little girl, that you can tell people whatever you want, and there's no reprisal whatsoever. No, there is a reprisal. You tell someone bigger than you to fuck off, and they punch you, guess what? You earned it. You tell someone smarter than you to fuck off, and they find a way to blow up your house, guess what? It's also a felony, but you earned it. You can say whatever you want. There's consequences for Yes, there is. You can say whatever you want. But not now, because if now drunk, there's no consequence. If you're drunk yelling at a cop, that all that cop has to say is, I think you're an endanger to yourself, mm-hmm. and you're 24 hours in the drunk tank. Mm-hmm. That's all they have to do. Exactly. And it's for your own safety. If he doesn't just, I'm saying if he doesn't just beat the fuck out of you. Right. 
Because you know what? Here's the thing. They're people. Like you and me. I say it, I say it all the time. The 80-20 rule, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I disagree you know, with that, know, but I get it. But I get it. You know, it's simple. 20% of them are superhuman heroes. Run to that burning building, grab 10 babies, come out. The rest of them are normal people, subject to human error. It's those normal people that are likely to beat the fuck out of you. Mm-hmm. You know? You I might be one all, of them. You see it all the time. I might be one of them. Yeah. You know? Especially when certain things, like, disgust me. You know, you come in, you see, like... Some woman bloodied by her boyfriend. Oh, I fell down the stairs. You can't do anything. I'd fucking shoot the motherfucker. And be like, if there's I'd be proof. like, I'd be like, I'd be like, he was going for this. Bang. If there's proof. And now here's here's where, and now I know we're veering off the subject here, but for for decades, but mostly I've seen more of it in the last twenty years. If you get into an argument and you're getting pushed on and pushed on and pushed on it as a man, and you push back once, you're labeled. Doesn't matter if you got smacked in the mouth. Doesn't matter if you got hit with a bat. Doesn't matter anything. You push back, you're an asshole. You're an abuser. You are a scourge to the male race everywhere. Uh, no, motherfucker. It's called mutual respect. You don't want to get you don't want to get in a fight. Don't start one. You don't want to get punched in the mouth. Don't punch someone. Try thinking about your actions before you take action. Because I've said it. A million times, I will let a woman slap me. I will let a woman kick me. You want to hit me with something? Great. You come in around this area, you're going to swallow your teeth, and you're going to be shitting chicklets for a week. And I'm not sh- I'm not shy about it. Because at the end of the day, women are equal to men. Except here, 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 and here. Right there. You want to be equal? Live by the same rules. Done and done. But we're told. Equality is subjective. Exactly. I'm and not, I'm not condoning... I've said it before. I'm totally fine with the fact that a 14-year-old can't star in the same pornographic films as an 18-year-old. Totally fine with that not being equal. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> but there, but we're, you're told all your life, and I know, you know, you treat women with respect. You want to be, you know, you want to dote on them and do this and do that. But somewhere along the line over the last however many years... Women are told, you know what? You can do anything a man can do, and you can do it better. Mm-hmm. And if some man gets in your face, you can beat the shit out of him, yada, yada, fucking yada, yada. See, you don't even have to do that anymore. You know all you got to do? Just pull out the gimmick phone and just film him being crazy. Oh, yeah, like you'll a be, Walmart. You'll, be, you'll, be, you'll film the next Cash Me Outside girl. Oh, my like, God. Like, there's a Cash Me Outside girl in everybody. Yes, there is. So you don't need to hit him. Just film him. Be like, look at this crazy bitch. Look at this crazy bitch. True or call it? True. true yeah. True equality comes when everybody is truly equal. You treat them truly equal. You look at them truly equal. And at the end of the day, you remember, one fist comes this way. Another fist is coming back that way. And you better be careful. I mean, I personally I personally would not hit a woman unless she's coming at me with a knife. That's my rule. So she can shoot you. Well, dude, uh, knife plus, okay. <laughs> got to qualify nowadays because if no, not, you're if a bitch co- got a gun, I'm running. You're going to end up in court like, um, Mr. Jakes, you said here that you would only hit a woman if she came at you with a knife on episode 127. Yeah, I said that. You know that would happen. In this litigation-happy society, someone would if call that If a woman comes at me with a gun, I'm running. A weapon. A weapon. Any weapon. I'm, I'm quite sure a wooden spoon doesn't qualify, but you're talking about a deadly weapon. A wooden spoon is a deadly weapon. Only to your mother if you, or no, my mother. If you hold it at the spoon end, you could probably poke somebody's eye out. It's possible. You totally Red Rider BB gun someone with that shit. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love 
Where's our partner? I have no idea. Shall we take a break? Let's take a break. We'll be back in about three minutes, kids. Logan! You better be coming back with food. I mean... So I, already yeah. forgot, I already forgot my second cup. This, this was definitely mango from Mystery Vodka. It was definitely mango. That's all they had there. Cheap motherfuckers. Uh. What were you talking about that I said something about a second mic? And welcome back. You know what's fucked up. September end of summer edition. Recently in the news, your favorite and mine, with a wink of the eye and a little bit of this over here, our friend Gene Simmons has announced he's going to put out the mother of all box sets. 10 CDs, 150 songs, ranging from 50 years of his recording, whether or not they were famous or not. Some they were on the cutting room floor. And he's putting out... B-sides. A lot of B-sides. B-sides, things that never made the final cut. They were close, etc. I read the track listing for the first disc, and there were a couple songs that did make it, but they were lower end, like B-sides. But again, I don't know the quality of the songs. I don't know. I know you're going to love part of this point. Do you know what's fucked up? What's fucked up? Gene Simmons has announced that he will deli- he will hand deliver the vault to you in a little, excuse me, wow, that's odd, in a little makeshift safe with the 10 discs, picture book, all sorts of neat little giveaways, and he will hand deliver it to your house, give you two hours of his time. You can invite 20 of your friends, and the price tag is 50 thousand dollars now to get the box set itself is two thousand dollars but to get a hand delivered is fifty thousand fifty thousand listeners go to <laughs> www.patreon.com forward slash loki and jabroni show get us up to fifty thousand dollars we'll have gene simmons we'll have gene right simmons here. giving us this box set and he'll give us two hours of his time and we'll do nothing but talk about Vinnie Vincent the whole oh, that'll be time. Gorgeous. We'll have 22 of you behind the box. And when he tries to complain, fuck you. We pay for That's your right. time. And Eddie will tune in with, there will be no talk of, there will be no no talk of Vinnie Vincent. We will talk about Vinnie. And I will end the conversation with looking him in the eye saying, Wu-Tang did that better. Oh, my Lord. For two million, motherfucker. Two million. Yeah, that album. That Martin Screlly bought. I like remember. Oh yeah, the uh, the unreleased, undone, all sorts. I remember that. Yeah. And one lucky person got it for no a scumbag. Yeah, that scumbag bought it. But he's not going to release it. And you know what? It goes back to in the, in the Kiss world. There was uh, the unreleased video for a, a song they had in 1981. This song never saw the light of day. Um, it was auctioned off. A very well known Kiss collector uh, bought it. He appeared on Three Sides of the Coin with uh, Mike Branville, Tommy Summers, Mark Chikini, and he eventually released the clip. Now, to, and this is where I had a conversation with one of the freaks. I mean, there are KISS fans and there are freaks. Mm-hmm. Where I made a joke. I was like, oh, Gene needs to release this to the public for free, or at the very least, pay me 200 bucks to have it because he owes it. He don't know you shit. Wu-Tang don't know you shit. All the unreleased Tupac stuff, they don't owe you shit shit 
And I will quote Mark Cicchini from Three Sides of the Coin. When I heard the $50,000 price tag, I looked it up. You go to the GeneSimmonsVault.com. It gives you the different price ranges and the different levels of either he brings it to you or you get the special gimmicks or whatever. And I'm sure it's going to be released in a, in a cost-effective manner to the public some way, somehow, someday. This is a promotion. This is a gimmick, if you will. What Mark says every time someone sends him a little picture, because Mark is like the country's premier kiss collector. He happens to have the podcast, too. What is this worth? And Mark says every time, it's worth some. It's worth whatever someone's willing to pay for it. See, talking about the Wu-Tang, what they did with that album, they had they had some recordings from Old Dirty Bastard still, who's dead, mm-hmm. you know, which made it worth something right then and there. Right. And they wanted to try something new. They actually had it in a museum room where people could actually, they paid like 50 bucks mm-hmm. and went in there. They could sit there, put on headphones and listen to the album. That's, That's a fantastic idea. And then Scre- Martin Screlly bought it because it was like it had a two million dollar price tag. Mm-hmm. And and the philosophy that the the RZA had was uh, he felt that music had been cheapened by um, digital downloading and streaming. Oh, and so you went the Gene Simmons route? Kind of did. The internet has killed rock and roll. Kind of. He was kind of like he thought the art in the music was missing, so they wanted to put together something they thought was actually art and. Um, I kind of dug what he was doing, but I wouldn't have done the two million price tag. I would have kept it in the museum. He wanted something that they had that couldn't be leaked, couldn't be copied, you know. Um, but then Screlly bought it, and he's not sharing it with anybody. But if it's under control, there's no, who would leak it? Someone in the corporation? And I say corporation because let's be honest, Wu Tang mostly engineers sometimes copy shit. And, right? You know, Mr. Belvedere. And, and you know I what? I hate that guy. I'm going to turn the mic over. Go ahead. No, more input from you is better than less, my friend. Do you want to talk about the music? He's going to have his beer. He's going to have his beer. He's going to let his salad digest. Anyway, I don't have a problem. I, I, I did a little bit in the beginning with a $50,000 price tag, but when you... Figure, let's say you want Gene Simmons to open your music store. Eddie opens a music store. He wants Gene Simmons. What do you think the personal appearance fee is going to be for a guy like Gene Simmons? It's probably less than the cost of that collection. Probably. And at the end of it, at the end of it, all of it, you're going to, for your $50,000, you get you, 24 of your friends, you get two hours at a time, you get the box set, you get the gimmicks. He's probably going to sign shit for hours at your house, and then he's going to leave. He's not going to just get in his car from Los Angeles, California, drive to uh, Jerkwater, Iowa, just to say, hello, Fred, here's your box set. Let's sit down and have lunch. No, he's going to get on a plane. He's going to do his thing. He's going to travel. It's kind of cost-effective. Yeah. But if you have $50,000 and that's what you want, take it. If the music is truly – here's the thing. That's where I'm going to give him credit. If the music is truly one of a kind and it's not available anywhere else, if you're a collector – it's worth it, mm-hmm. that, especially if he's going to come to your house and deliver it. Yeah. So, and again, you, it, it's an opportunity either somebody can sit down and actually have a conversation about things he probably wouldn't talk about when the cameras are on. Right. 
get him on the show. Boom. He probably wouldn't do it. But First person to donate $50,000. You're sitting on that couch right over there. And we interviewed Gene Simmons on the Sit Local Jabari Show. on that couch and we're going to arrange for a massage. Fucking, I don't care. Uh, one of the comments came in and says, uh, Ange says, it's kind of like what Al Snow was saying the night of the big fight about sports no longer being sports. It's more about the entertainment, the ticket pricing, and everything else. It's a business. Music is a business. When you start, when you strap on that guitar, you get your turntable or whatever it is you play that you want to excel at, you're thinking music first, career second. Then you get the, the audience, career. The audience doesn't want to think of the business part. No, they want what they want. Right. You know, I said it to Nathan Hunt in that interview we did on the tour bus. I could go see Metallica at a $350 ticket and either be entertained or disappointed. Or I could spend 30 bucks, go see Nathan's band, which I know is going to kick ass every time. Not be disappointed and walk away saying that was worth everything I paid for it. If they'd have charged eighty bucks, it's worth everything I paid for it. On down the line, the same thing goes for Red Sox tickets, Yankee tickets, football tickets, NASCAR tickets. If you're willing to spend the money to be entertained, no price is too small. But if you find the price is too big, guess what? You do not have to be involved in it. You don't have to watch the hottest TV show on earth. If you don't like the Big Bang Theory, turn the fucking channel. If you don't like the Wu-Tang Clan, don't buy their fucking records. And if you don't like Gene Simmons and you don't want this experience, don't spend the $50,000. And if you have $50,000 to spend, we'll invite you here, and you can pay for it. We will have you on the show along with Gene Simmons. There's a whole segment of the population that literally thinks anything to do with art should be free. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, well, then there's no art for anybody. You know why the reason? You know why the reason Taylor Swift and Garth Brooks and Gene Simmons live in these big houses? Because they work their ass off, they've earned the money, and they have the right to live in that big house. They don't have to have forty people living there with them. But that's what they want. You owe this to me. I'm your fan. Big fucking deal. I I love. I love all the people that listen to us. But the minute somebody says to me, "You have to do this because." We're the fan. We you know what? Look at look at Eminem. He can't fucking leave the house. No, like you hear him talk. He he looks like someone who can't leave the house. He really does. You know, he can't. He and he's said in a couple of his songs, he can't even go to a fucking McDonald's with his daughter without mm-hmm. getting fucking harassed. He had to hide during her high school graduation because he didn't want all eyes on him, for lack of a better yeah. term. Yeah. Um, you know, I just recently watched a documentary about uh, Diana, Princess of Wales. Yeah. Even after she's ousted, she still did the charity work, but you still had thirty to forty paparazzi wherever she oh and and rightfully so that that was such a good and caring woman yes she had her issues but don't we all i think we went back to that earlier because she came from the hood and she stayed hood yo uh yeah boom for lack of a better term like that right but it killed her in the end all that paparazzi all that i i need her picture i want her picture it's not like you or me taking a picture of a star that we like which we're normal people. We understand people are people. Gene Simmons. You know what's funny? I would never. Uh, there are celebrities that live up by my house. Like I would never do that to them. Carol Spinney lives up here. Carol, I've seen Carol Spinney. He's been yeah. in my store. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Like I've seen. Um, what's her name? Fucking um, Bridget Jones. That Bridget Jones there. Zellweger. Zellweger. I've seen her in Target. Yep. You know, I would never do that to them. John Travolta lived in my town in Florida. It was in the of... store that I worked in, and you just—he's another guy because you can't chase him around because they are people. Yeah. There are people that will chase him around. Well, they're try- yeah, they're trying to live a life, right? I mean, but to go back to that point, 
it's not like you or me or Loki, like say we were just at Fenway Park recently trying to catch a picture of Mookie Betts. Hey, Mookie, turn this way and you take the picture and you're good. You got a picture of Mookie Betts. He's giving you like the fucking gun in the wink and everything's good. But then you have the jackass that takes the picture, makes 4,000 copies, sells them on eBay at $50 a piece. And they want the worst picture. Bingo. They want the worst picture. But that's they can what find. these people were doing. That's what these people do. The paparazzi. I I just took this picture of Princess Diana and her fuck toy at fifty thousand. I, I know you, I know you guys aren't big fans of him, but that happens with Kanye West. They take pictures of him the worst fucking time. Yeah, you know where he's pissed off. He's not smiling. Like, Why can't right? I just he's go out? He is an asshole, but they're like, oh, he's the fucking worst asshole. Well, he it's should like, he should be able to go out with his wife and his kids and have dinner or YouTube go video. to a movie. There's a YouTube video of him at one of his houses. This is before he got married, and and the automatic garage doors opening, and fucking a paparazzi runs in, fucking hits the automatic sensor on his garage, and it pops open. And Kanye comes out, and he's like, "Did you just come in my fucking house? Private property, jackass! You're under arrest." But. Boom! He's hot-tempered. He's not going to do this. He's going to fucking punch him. Yeah, exactly. He grabbed a paparazzi's camera and smashed it. Trespassing. He has the right. Boom! You know, Done. He's, it's like... He, he's, I'm sticking up for Conway. Something must be fucked up Conway. right now. Conway. Conway West. Conway's dead, man. Kanye Twitty. Kanye Twitty. I'm yeah, sticking like up that. for him right now. You, no, like, you go on I, private property, I, you deserve to get shot or beaten or I li- whatever. I like, I like my celebrities, you know, fucking... And if, if I saw him, I'd be like, oh, dude, hey fucking great movie this summer and i'd leave it at that i wouldn't like i've I'm done gonna, the same thing i'm not gonna interrupt their family yeah. time and shit you know like if i ever like if i saw a celebrity with a bunch of kids i won't even approach him you no know, we had the meet and greet just recently with uh al snow marty drunk eddie and bob orton happened to be there we both made our way up we were kind civil gracious and happy to be there nobody's beating down the door trying to take pictures of him or get quotes about his kid you treat him like a human being right. you're gonna get treated like a human being in return i i mentioned john travolta i could go back to uh dan Aykroyd being at the casino um great guy you if you still if bump you, into them there if, if you, you talk you know? to him like a human being and don't go oh my god it's dan Aykroyd. you're my favorite no then you're gonna get shot down or some security guy's gonna beat the shit out of you with your own leg right but Treat them like human beings. Fucking Kesha couldn't get a hug from Jerry Seinfeld. He, like, totally blew her off because he didn't know who the fuck she was. So, like, these who guys... Who wants to hug Jerry Seinfeld anyway? I'd, I'd rather hug Kesha. Kesha. Well, all right. There's yeah. a video. Kesha walks up, like, oh, you're my favorite. Can I have a hug? And he's like, no, I don't think so. I want to meet Carrie Underwood. No, no, that's okay. And he's like, I don't know who she is. He's like, <laughs> he's like that's Kesha. Well, I didn't Ooh. know who she was. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know who she was. She wasn't at the coffee shop. I guess Jerry, I didn't know who she was. Jerry Seinfeld, I guess, doesn't like she, he doesn't like touching. Yeah, unless um, he knows Howie you. Howie Mandel was the same. Yeah, way. he doesn't he doesn't like touch unless he yeah, knows like, you. Isn't Howie like over that now? I don't know, or but when I he was at the happened. casino one time and he came into one of my shops and I extended my hand, he kind of I'm like okay. Yo, I, I don't know if you ever seen Howie Mandel do stand up though. He's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's nuts. Fucking hilarious guy. He was funny when he had hair. <laughs> He shaved it because it got Bobby caught. He got caught in the rubber glove when he would do that. Yeah. See, you got that. something for us there, my friend. Welcome back. <laughs> you got to catch up. We need two out of you. Yeah. I, well, Jesus. Uh, all right. So. Um, no, not Jesus. Chris. No, no. No, Jesus. Oh, okay. Got Jesus, Jesus, Chris. <laughs> That's the guy that played with Kiss. Jesus. Um, so, as y'all, y'all happen to know, um, they, uh, they, they picked out. A cable for the up and coming Deadpool movie. I was wondering what you thought of that. Now you know what's find fucked out. up? What's, what's fucked, fucked up? up? Man, are they fucking gonna follow their own rules or what? 
Come on. He's Thanos. He's fucking, he's, uh, the, 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 the slack jawed motherfucker there from Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex, thank that's you. That's DC though. But that's, uh, I'm, I'm working it. Okay. I'm working it. All right. All right. He's, he's so much more. He's so much more. <laughs> he's Brandon the Goonies. He's, that's, I mean, that's the original. <laughs> that's the original right there. Which he says he would do a sequel. No, I, yes. I would love to see that. But my point being is, look, he's already in the Marvel universe. I understand Fox. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. And I understand Fox owns Deadpool, and they're not exactly Marvel rights. But, dude, like, dude, <laughs> can you only do so? Like, can I just can I just say I originally thought? Um, you remember you remember the movie well, Avatar? You know Here's the thing, yeah. though. This, this happened with Chris Evans. Remember, he's a Human Torch. And then he became Captain America. Uh, yeah, they never looked back on that. And yeah, they haven't and revisited. I'm so, and I'm sorry. Well, they, they talked you, about crossover, crossing over Fantastic Four and X Men at one point, but then they just kind of, oh god, we're yeah, blowing I was that, Fantastic Four. That, uh, Fantastic Four was horrible. All incarnations thus far have been horrible. My point being is, you remember the movie Avatar? Of course. You remember uh, the main sergeant there with the oh, white yeah. hair? That's Cable. All day long, dude. You 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 so could have given somebody an option to you know to to do the right choice and to do it, you know the way the way it's supposed to be done. And it's I think they failed on this one, man. I have nothing against Josh. I don't. I I think he's you know I think he's great. I think he's, he's, a, he's great a great actor. actor. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see what he's going to do with Thanos. But this sounds this sounds you. to me like you're supposed to forget that he played this other fantastic role. And now he's playing this role. It'd be like Adam West playing well, Batman and Superman. It's like we're supposed to forget there's two Quicksilvers, you know? Yeah, no, this I, is I, where, hear you. I, I This is where I wish they would just like with the like, new with Sony, kiss like, and make with, up. like Spider-Man. Marvel doesn't have Spider-Man back. No, no, no. Sony still has Spider-Man, yeah. but they're letting Marvel make the movies. Right, right. And Sony keeps distribution. I wish Fox and Marvel would kind of. Because I, I kind of agree. I'm with you, Jackman, on this one. I, I kind of would have loved to see Iron Man and Wolverine. Fucking go at it. Hugh Jackman, said, Hugh Jackman says the only way he would come back. Yeah. That would be badass. No, although to. he did a great job in Logan, although, that, that ending story. Although, I got a, I got a suspicion he's going to show up in Deadpool 2. Those, Ryan Reynolds and him have had a bromance going oh, they, on for a while. For a long time. I don't think well, it, that's because Logan and fucking Deadpool. Like, Deadpool loves Logan and Logan hates Deadpool. Yeah. So it's, and they didn't quite, I don't, I don't think they quite got it with, obviously, Origins, because that Deadpool was terrible. And, Spider, and Spider-Man, I mean, let's, you know. I I'm liking him. I I'm still Team Toby, but I like the new Spider Man. No, I do. I, I, I do. I the Andrew, movie is it not the Andrew Garfield? I don't like those movies at all. No, you know you Garfield know, I, was I, horrible. He had an arrogance about him. I couldn't buy him horrible. because he was in that uh, Social Network film, and I he just all had I saw was about that, that character. That Peter Parker didn't have that arrogance until no, later. Peter Parker. You know what I'm saying? And if you're twit. doing an original, and if you're doing an origin story, Peter Parker was very lame. He was very lanky. He tripped over himself. He was very awkward. He was a nerd in I every sense of the put word. The suit on, right? Exactly. And, when he put the mask on, he was somebody else. He was Spider Man. Right. He wasn't Peter. And Parker do you know what's anymore. fucked up? What's fucked up? <coughs> Jamie Fox in, in Spider Man Two, the Amazing Spider Man. I I still uh, the electric with the hair thinging uh, going electro? on. Yeah, like 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 you're oh my friend. Yeah. So he's doing Wanda, but in the Marvel Universe. No, it was fucking terrible. No, it was. It was. It, it was, was fucking. And I like Jamie Foxx. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude. 
Yeah. It's like sometimes I think And he's actors, one of the more and he's one of the more dangerous enemies of Spider Man. Yeah. Right. So, I mean right. and to kinda yeah. like Yeah, and I don't know. It's like sometimes I think these actors are so desperate to be a part of some superhero franchise that they take the worst roles. Val Kilmer. Well, um, they uh, <laughs> they were gonna throw fucking George, George Clooney. <laughs> weren't they gonna throw fucking inconceivable in the Rhino fucking? No, oh, no. the Sinister Six. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have bought G- Paul Giamatti. There, I could have bought that. I could have bought that. I'm the Rhino. Inconceivable. And then you have Mandy Patinkin if he's still alive. <laughs> is he? I don't know. Yes, he is. Like that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> yeah, the amazing. I don't know. Amazing Spider-Man and just like. Like took a fucking dive. All right, Eric says Andrew was a good Spider-Man, but Toby was a good Peter Parker. I haven't seen the Andrew Garfield films. Again, I, I watched a clip of yeah, it. I can't get past. Uh, yeah, I, I can't saying, get past social network. The same thing. So my my problem with that is you <laughs> can say the same thing with fucking with the whole Batman thing. George Clooney was an amazing Bruce Wayne, but he's a suck ass. Can I respond you know to this? Saying? So yes. So he's, he's, he's saying the CGI was better in the new movies than the other ones. I don't know, Eric. You're That's basically stand up for all yourself. he's saying. You're gonna have to stand up for yourself on this one. I cannot help because the rest of it's voiceover. I'm sorry. Like, there's no way. Like, there's no way Tobey Maguire was doing. Oh, come that on. Shit. Dude, that, that's 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 like saying fucking Carl Urban does fucking dread better than fucking Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> How? I love How the that fuck movie. Can you do the law? I am the law. Carl Urban at least kept the mask on, the helmet on, like he's supposed to. That's well, that's All true. Right. That's true. But that that's wasn't why that was director right there. We got to see your face, Sly. We got to see your face. You know, you know. I know. That, that's the Hollywood <laughs> shit. But so come got, on, I he, thought I thought Dread was good. I liked it. The new one? Yeah, I liked uh, it. Alrighty, so I'm shut down on this one. <laughs> back to the comic book world. All right. Um, Batwoman. Yeah, I know. Long forgotten character in the DC. Batgirl? No, Batwoman. Thank you, thank you. A long forgotten character in the DC universe. He's going to the Google machine already. (laughs) Love it. You got him. You got got me on this one. I don't. I don't know this one. Put up a picture when you got it. The reason why Batwoman never took off was because back in the nineties, she was originally married. She was a lesbian, full blown. Lesbian character, and I'm going back to the '70s, remembering her from the uh, Batman family. Catherine they, Kane, yes, yes, yes. They had um, they had like the annuals sem- uh, four times a year. They called them annuals, but yes. they're obviously quarter annuals. The Batman family, and they have stories from Robin, Batman, Batgirl, all the way down the line. And Batwoman, up until like 1982, had a portion of the story, and then she just faded away until the animated series. Right, exactly. Well, they tried to come out with a comic book series, and it actually took off. Until it was shown that she was Les- a lesbian. Lesbianic. Right, exactly. I made that she word She was up. a lesbian. Now, they're going to try to bring it back. Um, now, maybe because, you know, maybe because it's... Uh, a little more kosher now? I, I, that's what I'm thinking. That, And that's my, you know, it's fucked up part. How come when... And, and, and we just played before we even came on the show. You played a video where it was. Fred Sanford against Aunt Esther from the old Sanford and Son. And then I played an Thank Archie you. Bunker clip. And then the Archie Bunker clip is my absolute fucking favorite. I wish my I could play it. If I didn't think favorite. we'd get sued, I'd play it just know, so you, know, you guys know, could see how non titty sensitive the real world was before your snowflake ass got then, into it. And if you ever and listen. If you're looking right now, like, uh, I got Batwoman on there the screen. There she is. She's pretty, pretty badass. She almost, no, she. 
Very red and that's hoodish. Pre- that's pretty right. true to the original costume, although the, the red was yellow back then in the 70s and 80s. Now, this, this isn't Batgirl's the first, colors are this isn't the first well, time. This was a black and yellow right. outfit. Batgirl was purple and yellow and sparkles and Yvonne Craig, God bless her. Were you, are you saying she's... Black and yellow, black and yellow, black, black and, and yellow, yellow, black and yellow. Yes, I am. Now, this isn't the first time that a comic has gotten shot down. Uh, image. Actually, Todd McFarlane made a couple, a guy couple. Uh, one was called The Atom, and then the other one was uh, like the something, yeah, something infinite or something. <laughs> they literally had like this on and off romance, and he loved the story. He himself personally loved the story. He felt like they were more real than anybody he's ever created. But because they didn't buy it back then, and because everybody was like, no, that's not right, that's not happening, it got shut off. Was it the Marvel Universe sometime in the late 90s, early 2000s? Had a team. I I can't remember what they were or what the name was. Cloak and Dagger or some bullshit. And one of them was gay. Yeah, Cloak, the black guy. Thank you. Yeah. And while the other one's beating him and using these like anti-gay slurs, he eventually pulls his partner off and says, you need to stop. Why? Because I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the, that was the breakthrough for comics. Even, I mean, it was it well, was bigger than Batwoman. Look, look but at, then again, Batwoman was, again, a forgotten back entity. Back in the day, in the early comics, and this has been forgotten, Peter Parker was molested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, People he, thought uh, Batman I was... I who it was. Like, was a, it was a, some guy invites him over, and or he invites him up for candy or something and yeah. molests him. P, uh, yeah. the, people thought that the original uh, Bruce Wayne, Dick Grayson... Dynamic was uh, not to coin a, a pun there, dynamic duo, but they thought that Bruce Wayne was a pedophile because he allowed this fourteen-year-old yeah. kid to just move into his house and, and be not, his partner. And, and let's all that not bullshit. let's not forget. And then the comic Dick Grayson to this day still adores Bruce. Like you idolizes. Can't, you can't say a bad thing in front of him, and he, he'll fuck anybody him. who's watched uh, Under the Red Hood. You see, I don't need your help, Dick. God, he's on the Nightwing gimmick. He's yeah. like, no, I owe you this. You're, you're in deep. You need a partner. I'm going to come out. Then you stay back 50 paces and don't fuck with me and all this. Kevin Conroy is the best, by the way. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Kevin Conroy. All of, I just watched Killing Joke recently. If you haven't watched it, it's fucking fantastic. I've heard it actually sucks. Oh, no, bro. I've it's heard the movie. So the I love the comic, but the movie I heard was terrible. Animation is not up to snuff. But the story is true to the well, book. Well, it's like an '80s story anyway, so it like, probably uh, seems like outdated. Possibly. I did. Uh, the I did see uh, Batman versus uh, Robin versus Batman versus Robin. Yeah, Batman Damian Wayne. Robin. Yeah. That was that was a good one. That was actually the animation on that. But you know what's funny is recently um, they just brought out does Batman the animated series still pass to today's standard absolutely and opinion, now see yes. me and you we could say this all day and first and, couple seasons absolutely then. absolutely now they threw this at just kids never seen this shit before and they loved it like absolutely fucking loved it they, they said the animation was crisp it was rich and when they filmed those like from the fucking 90s they were like wow <laughs> that's like the dark ages that's like that, a, that, that's like the, a popeye the, cartoon the, the storytelling of that show it was, a, was it like, was the best dude. you it could was... you could watch it if you were a kid or you could watch it as an adult and it was like it because was the real... adults got the double entendre and the sexual innuendo whereas the kids were just glad to see the fights and the joker and the penguin that's what i liked the most like the Catwoman, bruce wayne thing or selena kyle bruce oh, wayne man, thing that was dynamic there. even not in the only, books in the 80s that, when i'm a, yeah. i'm a little kid I'm you, not you could huge... tell there was sexual tension, but as a kid, you're just like, he likes her and she likes him, but they're on the wrong side and they can't get together and all that bullshit. And then you get to be 
fuck it, 40, you want you read back to those books, or you watch those films, you're like, God, well, damn, from that's somebody hot. like me who isn't a huge Batman fan, I like seeing that side. Even like Batman smirking. You never see that in the comics. He's way too fucking serious. Once in a blue moon. It, you know, you, I remember in the in the animated series when he made that fucking joke and he's wearing the the uh the hold of the cowl and everything. He walks away, he's got the smirk and yeah. fucking Alfred's the eyebrow just goes there up like and, hmm. oh, did you just make a joke in your cowl, sir? You know, <laughs> it's just the 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 the, con- the the cartoon itself was was fantastic, and, and the first and, wink and nod to that we I know we already buried Val Kilmer was in Val Kilmer's Batman when he goes to uh, Nicole Kidman. He's like, "Yeah, I can't do this. I'm sorry." He turns around, breaks out the smile, and walks away. But she doesn't see that. That was that whole you didn't see it until you saw it. Right. And it only came out in the books every now and again, and the animated series brought that out first, then Kilmer, and now Batman has a t- a tinge of humor to him. Whereas now he brings it out the best possible times. I yeah, think, the writers that's, are great. And that's that's the best part. Like he he does have you know it shows that he is starting to lighten up yeah. and he is starting. Oh yeah, to... the the jokes he used to make at Superman were funny. Like I read a comic where something serious was going on and and Superman's like, oh, we got to do something, and Batman's like, what? Spin around the world and set yeah, back time and, he's yeah. like, and superman goes that's ridiculous nobody can do that yeah and you get the wink and the nod yeah that's ridiculous who does that superman and batman nobody. are in a bar nobody all right this is just for you guys don't nobody. tell anybody else everybody else turn this off so um superman and batman are in a bar and superman tries to make a joke and he says what has two holes and goes down alleys and batman starts crying goes stop talking about my parents there you go. <laughs> Horrible. Too soon? Very, Horrible. Yeah, Thomas wait. and Martha have been dead way too since soon. the 50s. Killing me. They're both. Why did you say that name? They're, they're, <laughs> come on. They're both orphans. Stop. And their yeah. mothers are both named Martha. Well, at least no, the one Bruce that's still is alive. named Martha. Yeah, the one's. The other one's stepmom is named Martha because. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, like, that's like go. we need a dog, Indiana. Come on. Right. Fuck, crypto the wonder dog. That is crypto the wonder dog. If 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 <laughs> if Clark is the only survivor of Krypton, how the fuck did Supergirl happen? They were in a colony. Oh dear, we're going. And, Mel, and, we're going and, for Mel Gibson. Now. And if you no, and, that's they if you really a colony. It says the last son of oh, Krypton. Because because uh, Zod is from Krypton as well, so. No, they were in a, well, they were they were banished. They, they, they were in a they were on a Kryptonian colony called Argo City, and they sent her back to what to take care of Superman. She was older. They sent her back to take care of Superman, and yeah. she got thrown off course. He ended up on Earth first. By the time she got there, he was already Superman, and then he was like, "Well, put on this blue and red, and you can do this with me." Yep. All right, I'm back. Otherwise, she would have been wearing pink. So yeah, that that's probably. worse than some rich guy molesting a kid and making him his partner. You didn't molest Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson did the molesting. <laughs> Robin's the man in that relationship. Let's not forget. That's why he talks like this. I know, because he had too many fingers. Got his, his vocal cords blown out. Anyway, Ed, you got something for us? No, Anything? he's got to give two. I think that he did. Back to back. Yeah, that I was back, back to back. back. Oh, was it? No. Ed, uh, the Fantastic Four. No, the Josh Brolin. Yep. And then right into the Batwoman. The, the Batwoman right. Because they are going to try to re-release it again. Um, well, this is a rumor. We'll, we'll stick with comics. This is a rumor. Right. Um, a Joker origin film, but with Leonardo DiCaprio as Joker and not Jared Leto. 
that kind of pisses me off, but I love it because Jared Leto is pissed off. By the way, he's said he this. should. Oh, be. I know, I know, I know. So, so apparently, there's I'm, been talk, and I'm pissed off for him because I, I really do. I kind of wanted to see where he was going with it, but at the same time. He's he's very egotistical, so you don't give a person like him the role of the Joker. You know what I'm saying? Because it really does get into someone's head. Jack Nicholson controlled the Joker. Heath Ledger died. Not control the Joker. Heath Ledger had problems to begin with, but he did not. But that's what I'm saying. Well, do do me a favor. Do me a favor. Get pissed off one day. That's easy. Now, now, do me a favor. Go on Facebook. Laugh maniacally. Just do it and see how good it feels. Been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. Right, right? Now, now, imagine if you're doing that every day. Every day you embrace this character. Every day it becomes a part of you. Jack is crazy enough to take that shit and just kind of put it to the side. He's been playing that role, <laughs> yeah, saying, right? I'm saying, I ain't worried about Jack. It, it, Jack Nicholson was playing the Joker before it was even a thing. Exactly. If you ever, if you ever seen his bit part in <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors, he's, yes. he's like, <laughs> don't he's, stop now. Yeah. yeah, he's a fucking he's joke. He's nuts. Yeah. Now, One flew over the cuckoo's nest. He's mm-hmm, fucking yeah. nuts. Sh- the Shining. Yep. <laughs> and no even, talk of the shining. even now, in his older days, he was nuts in The Departed. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, absolutely. Took that guy's fucking face. Yep. <laughs> Take care of this fucking mess. That's right. Like I, like I said, I, I do believe that that role destroyed Heath. I don't there's think he was ready. I don't think that. he was ready. To, I mean, he drilled it for a reason. He immersed because himself exactly, in the role. he became the Joker, and that was the problem: is he couldn't control it. And this is the problem with Leto: is he's the same type of person. He's very egotistical. He's very self-centered. He's, he's like now this to method take, actor and right mm-hmm. now to take this role that he literally he sent people dead rats. I dude. remember Will, Will that. Smith. Will Smith said in interviews, "I'd never met Jared Leto." No, this is what he says. No, yeah. I never met him. Nope, I have no idea who the fuck he is. I always met the Joker. I never met Jared Leto. Exactly, he was the fucking Joker. And 24/7. you guys know because when we now talked about Suicide Squad coming up, I was skeptical of how he'd do the role. And I, you were right. I saw the po- <laughs> I saw the I wasn't all the way right. I was 50% right. He had, look, he had some parts where I really felt like if they opened it up more. The club scene was the Joker. Oh, fuck yeah. You like her? Huh? Yeah. You want some time with her? No, nah, Joker. I ain't trying to mac. Oh, you're not trying to mac on my lady. What she's Boom! Yeah. That's, that's the Joker. That's a, that is Homicidal joke. maniac. That was what it was. But they humanized. They can't humanize the Joker. And, he was in. He's Sleeping in love with, with Harley. Harley, the perfectly organized pattern. That's, that's the, Joker. the Joker. Yeah, absolutely. But the whole love thing, Joker didn't give her give a fuck from the beginning no. of Harley no, Quinn. He's not in love with her. He's no. in love with her obsession with him. But right. even so, absolutely. you saw when he's he goes, a narcissist. When and he saves then, her, at and the, even then, toward the end, my darling, oh my pudding, and all that bullshit. I'm like, that's where he. That's no, where he that's lost right, me. Right, absolutely. That's where he lost. Well, that's me. no, no, he, no, he because that's what the people wanted. What the people See, want? You, Give me the character. You understand That's what the Harley people Quinn, fucking want. You, got, you know where Harley Quinn started, right? Batman the Animated, Animated series. series. So you got to understand, Harley Quinn is something new in the Joker, relatively new in the Joker. Right. Right. So you, anything you know about the Joker, you kind of got to push to the side and like, okay, there's this new part of Joker. 
you know, you kind of got to accept. Depending that. on what origin but you read, he killed his own family. Ha- if you or all the thing, the, you know all these other things. Here's the thing: if you play the Arkham games, they have the best. They always explanation do. for their they, relationship. They always do. Like if you listen to the bonus tapes and stuff, okay. Mm-hmm. Like the Joker doesn't love her. Like I said, no. he's in love with her obsession. You under- yeah, you got to understand. Like if she was a she was a psychiatrist that was assigned to him. He got into her head mm-hmm. so fucking bad, she became a psychotic got, fucking serial killer fire. herself. I will, I will go so I will go so far to say the Joker. The Joker is in love with Batman. I'll go so far. As oh, to say that. without question, because because it's it, he's he can't handle that. Batman just won't kill him. The line yeah. at the end of uh, the Dark Knight, where Heath Ledger's hanging upside down, he goes, "Oh, we're, we're going to do this for well, a long we're time. We're meant to do this. You forever. won't kill me out of some misplaced justice notion, and I won't kill you because you're just too much fun." Yeah, and uh, and and that nailed. The thirty years up to that point oh, that absolutely. I've been reading these because, comic like, books, you, you can look at the comic. Green Arrow would happily kill the Joker. Green Lantern would Robin kill Sinestro would in a moment. Kill the Joker. Superman, Robin and Two Face, take his fucking child away from him right in front of him. Oh, he'll take his fucking heart out, no problem. I'll go more. Superman, I think has tried to kill the Joker. Oh, Batman stepped up numerous times. Oh yeah, Injustice is all about the Joker. It's about Lois. Exactly, and he freaks. He's like, that's it. But this, 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 this. Fucking holier than thou principle that Batman and see, has. This is, the Joker is obsessed with that, and this he is my point him. with Jared right. Leto. He, in, and you, we, he mentioned that. Well, he speaking like he's a real fucking person. They mentioned that in Under the I Red realize. Hood. <laughs> Under the Red Hood, Batman's got the gun to his head. You won't kill me. Yeah, you won't kill me. You believe in right is right, and you're going to send me to jail, and I'm going to escape. We're going to do this all over again. You will not kill me. Yeah. Yep. And that's when Jason Todd with the Red Hood says, but I'll do it. One of the big plot points of Injustice is the Superman-Batman dynamic where Superman literally says to him, I did what you couldn't do. Yeah, which you would never do. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I you did what you never, never do. would do. And the world's a better place now, and I'm keeping it safe. And that's all part of his insanity. Right, exactly. Right. And Superman, it's funny, this Superman kills a Joker, and he crosses over into that place. Part two is that, even better than yeah, that. The way the, they, the way Batman, they played it. He crosses over to that place. Batman doesn't want to go yeah yep and there's a reason why and there's a reason why he didn't want to go there because he didn't want to be that fucking person exactly and going back like i said to the jared leto point is if you have someone like and i'm not gonna i'm i'm a huge leo fan right now and i've i am not i've told people this dude he blew my fucking mind with django yes blew my fucking mind with Django, dude wolf of wall street um and, Again, the departed. Critters, that departed. I, I mean, fucking. Um, what was the other one where he did the fucking bear? The 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 revenant. The revenant. Oh, the revenant. I haven't seen that, that was a fucking dude. I if he, we if we just take Titanic out of the mix, all his films are really good. He's gonna like drill. Titanic. He's gonna drill the Joker, and not just for the image because he looks like Jack already. Yeah, but Leo has been around long enough to control that aspect and take it into himself so he is gonna fucking destroy the joker role now go back to leto he is beside himself right now i can't have my he baby poured back. himself into that role he was pissed when they took fucking what i think it was like 15 minutes out of the movie he was pissed i just recently watched he wanted the that unru- shit fucking i just recently watched the uncut version yeah, on the director's um, cut Right, so it was on uh, Amazon yeah. or HBO or some bullshit like that, and uh, the, the scene wasn't that good. 
the scene that's that where we're he's talking fucking about. tormenting See, that guy, is, right? That's the thing when these scenes get cut. There's usually a reason for it. Yeah, right. They're not, they don't stand up. That was him. That's what he was like. No, I, I. That was. You ever watched Terminator Two: The Special Edition? Yes. It's nice to watch, but there's a lot of useless shit in it. Well, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, you can. I remember. Um, what was the first one I ever watched? That was it. Was it? Uh, Lethal Weapon. Remember, Lethal Weapon came out with their own their director's cut, and they had stupid. Yeah, I've like, actually never seen it. And it was like I remember watching. It, I was like, "Oh, that wasn't yeah that impressive." The, the only time, the only the, the Lord cut. of the Rings ones. It's a half hour of bullshit. <laughs> like. I'm not down to watch a 12 hour about, about the only films that I can think of that the stuff that ends up on the cutting room floor could have made the movie and made it better. The Kevin Smith, Jay and Silent Bob films all the way back. And I say that yeah, because they cut clerks, funny stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's my boy with Adam Sander, Sandler and Andy Samberg. You can't say those two names together without fucking it up. Great, yeah. great delete scenes. <laughs> Excuse me. And Ted. That's it. Every time you see a deleted scene, you're like, oh, okay, Actually, I get I, it, but it's not that good. I, I will say um, <coughs> Aliens, the special edition, I think is better than the original. Okay. It, it really is because it, it – Well, Superman it adds – I remember to, I remember watching that on regular TV. And remember that one scene where they had the fucking – they would come down the hallway and the guns were going yeah. crazy? Then they cut that scene out forever. Ever well, it wasn't in the theater theatrical version, right? Exactly. Yeah. They cut that forever, and I was like, "Dude, I know I'm not crazy. I know I've seen this fucking scene where the machine guns fucking run out of bullets. Like, yeah. I'm not fucking crazy." You know what? You know what's a kicker about that scene? The scenes, those scenes are so great, but you never really see any aliens. In you the don't hallway. need you know, it's funny. to. It's the suspense. You're like, right. Oh my god, these things are nonstop. Going back to something we talked about a couple weeks ago, and I actually did my homework on this was. uh First Blood, mm-hmm. and they do they did yeah. cut a scene. They filmed it much like the that's book. how the novel ends exactly. Right, and I watched. I looked it up on online, and I found the deleted scene. And I watched it. I'm like, it would have been so great. This could have been an iconic standalone film like Scarface because yeah, he's like, you made this, you end it, right? Referring to himself, right? Yep, and having Troutman there and all that. It would have been so great, this standalone film, like a Scarface, like a Gone with the Wind. No sequel, no bullshit. You want to see it? This is it. I think, I really believe if they had kept that scene in, I like, Stallone's performance was great in that scene. So he might have been nominated himself, but definitely Richard Crenna. Because Richard Crenna tears yeah. in that scene where he has to kill Rambo. Like, that totally would have... Oscar nominated that to, movie. Yeah. I always say the two best Rambo films are the bookends, the first one and the last one. The other yes. two can kiss a dick for all I care. Well they were they were made during an action genre phase and I mean Oh, in the height of the honest. Cold War. They were looking for another franchise. Exactly. Because yes. Rock, Rocky was getting tired. Right. Honestly. Yeah. You know, and you know what's ironic about Rambo too? It's considered like one of the worst ones. It was written by James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Oh hey guys, real quick, you know what's fucked up? What's fucked up? Jason Moe is doing The Crow. Yeah, I know. You keep bringing it up. No, I know. I'm not watching it. Quick fire. Quick yeah. fire. So Leo, Leo, <laughs> Leo, go. Leonardo DiCaprio is a joker. Yay, nay. I'm I saying, like it. I'm saying nay. I like it. I am. I'm, I'm going to say nay, not because I don't like Leo, just because I, I want the DC universe to be established, and I think this um, He's quick young fire, enough. Quick He's fire. young enough. Joker's, no. well, wait, Joker's I, I know, an older I, gentleman. I know Joker. 
I know where he's I'm, going. You don't want to. You don't want Henry Cavill for these two, three films, and then all of a sudden it's boom, it's the new guy. And Batman especially was, when I think it's Zack Snyder's right. the problem and not Henry Cavill. And you can go Wait. back to the Batman. Oh, no. franchise. I love Henry Cavill he's as awesome. Superman. Right. I love him as Superman. You can go back to the '90s Batman franchise where it was Keaton and Kilmer, then George Clooney, and you just, it was just a revolving door. Stop fucking around. They were only doing that because they were like you were saying. They were trying to keep the franchise No, they are doing it because Keaton is a smart fucking actor and mm-hmm. he thought the yes. other ones were shit. Right. Yeah. But and he's very much true. Quick fire fucked up. Casey Affleck was recently on an interview saying Ben Affleck doesn't want to play Batman anymore. Um, why? You put no, up... No, he doesn't say, but he kind of stops and he goes, I probably shouldn't have said anything. But there's a rumor that this Batman film that's coming out might be Affleck's last. I will say this as a Batman freak aficionado fan or whatever you want to call me. Um, ben Affleck did a good job as Batman. He did. He might be third on my list. Uh, his his one fight scene when he's rescuing uh, Martha, Martha was uh, probably the best part of the movie. Uh, I love Christian Bale as Batman in those three films. Uh, I will always love Michael Keaton. Adam West I don't consider I think because he was that's too television. Skinny. I, I think Adam I West. think Bale was too skinny. I'll agree with that. I he, he just like I loved him as as Bruce Wayne, and I loved him as you, Batman you too. You have to suspend some disbelief with with Christian Bale, and that was yeah. just it. Like you see him like when they go for the far off things, and you're like, "Damn, Batman's skinny." Yeah, I I know you don't like the Dark Knight Rises, but I do agree. There's a lot <laughs> of suspension of disbelief. <laughs> You don't like the Dark Knight Rises? Wow! That's the first I've heard of this. Me and him have talked about this. I know. We've talked about it, the three of us. Um, Back back to... Good fucking movie, by the way. Back to Aflac. There's a problem with that. People memed the shit out of him. And Aflac is a very proud person. This... This whole, but he made everyone eat crow. Yes, Batman he did. I'm sorry, people ate crow. Like holy shit, this they was did. Awesome. The three but of us even, were among them. You gotta understand, like even though people like eat crow, they still fire back. And Affleck's old school. Like he can still sit there until he's blue in the face and be like, "But I fucking count, drilled that he's role." He's counting like, his millions, and he can do that yeah. because the better the movie is, in especially in the comic book genre, the better the movie is, the more money it's going to make. You can make a I, shitty I comic think the book movie. Is, Judge Dredd. I think the problem is Judge he Dredd's wanted to go somewhere. No, he wanted to go somewhere with Batman, and they smacked his peepee, and they said no. Yes, no, because he was going to direct the right. Batman. Film yeah, you are not doing this. No. So then Affleck, we know he's from fucking Boston. And then, and then what do people a mini from Boston fire. fucking say when you tell them no? A mini quick fuck fire. That. Fuck that. Exactly. You know what's mm-hmm. fucked up? This is a mini quick fire. Then we can wrap up the comic talk. But um, the new director of the Batman, Affleck, is still in the movie. Whether um, Manganella is still Deathstroke, I guess, is up in the air now. Okay. But that, um, I, I want him out anyways. I'm sorry. You know who I, won't be in the movie? That, I'm you know what? Sorry. The guy from Avatar you were talking about, he could be Deathstroke. I could roll with that. You know, I, you know who I won't be in this movie? Yes, yes. Harry Dean Stanton. I, God rest his soul. What a great actor. Um, the director of this new Batman movie is making statements saying something along the lines of, this is not part of the DC universe. How? This is why DC can't have nice things. Yes. Because people say stupid things and it neglects everything that you. I just think made. they hurt themselves already by disconnecting from the TV shows, which I like. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I wouldn't have mind seeing that kid in a Justice League movie. I really wouldn't have. You know, um, I think I think ignoring certain characters has been. It, it, they 
put in some characters that fucking I would action, dude. They, they just had fucking Justice League versus Teen Titans, a fantastic right. fucking animated, animated movie, man. But fucking DC's the, always had better luck with animated movies. The live yeah. act, the live act. Oh yeah, without question, the live action movies, like we were just talking about, Wonder Woman, Superman, Justice League, all this Suicide Squad, the ignoring certain characters because you don't believe they're going to hit. Yet we got Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, who are always fringe characters. Oh, real quick. You know Josh Brolin was supposed to play fucking North? No kidding. Yeah. Wow. He turned that shit down. Well, hot shit for that. <laughs> That's another one. Like, wow. what the fuck, dude? That is his name, right? North? North. North, yeah. Oliver North. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Just North? No, no. The other guy. His, no, no, from Suicide Squad, the, the sergeant there. Oh, uh, it was North, right? Yeah, Sergeant it? North. That's Wasn't right. it Sergeant North or something like that? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. What is it? It sounds like North. I thought it was North. Norton? No, it's not North. Jackass? I, I, uh, but anyways, Josh Brolin was Billy supposed Bob to play Thor? him too. So that was another like Josh just fucking loves these goddamn comic book roles, man. He just fucking loves them. What do you think of um, the talk of Gotham City Sirens with uh, um, Harley like Quinn? And Wonder Ivy, Woman, Catwoman. Uh, I don't know if Wonder Woman's gonna be it, but there's gonna be well, a bunch of Gotham, oh, not bombshells. Gotham, I'm sorry. I'm not. Gotham villains, female yeah, sirens, villains. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just got through speaking of the fringe characters that weren't the the main event players. Sorry to take a, the wrestling turn, but it, you can be a main event player that makes the movie better, and the fringe characters sometimes kill it. Um, having Scarecrow in the three Batman Nolan movies. I got the first one. The second one was the cameo. The third one, he's back to being uh, Dr. whatever the fuck. I can't remember Crane. his name. Dr. Crane. Um, not necessary. Scarecrow is a fringe character. Yeah. Uh, Freeze is a fringe character. Poison Ivy is a fringe character. There are so Poison many great Ivy villains. they've been throwing in a lot lately because of the romance between her and Harley Quinn. Bought. They're but they're so, really they're they're really trying to push that like that's that's been a big thing lately. Um, I don't my with with me just saying with even taking that off the table, just to have another let's root for the flag. bad guys thing. Rick flag flag flag. Rick I, knew, I knew it was something. Flag. Rick Woo! flag. Yeah. I knew it was something like you know, north basic south flag flag pole pole. <laughs> America, it's. I I I am I'm, I'm kind of done rooting for the bad guy. For 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 a little bit it was fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like for a little bit it was a nice change of pace, you know? Like we did it with Riddick and everybody else like, "Yay, okay, good job, bad guy." Well, Riddick's no. the anti-hero. He's the not bad really guy. a bad guy. He's much the like much like Deadpool. Guy. Let's be fa- let's be honest, dude. He'll murder you just as fast as he'll murder the other person if you start fucking around with this with shit. With a teacup. Okay? But he has a moral right. code. And that's that's where I I bought into that. Rooting for the bad guy. Yeah, right. he has a code. There is one villain movie that I would totally. People are 100%. rooting for Jason to fucking murder people. Come on, dude. He's a murderer. Right. We're getting to a point like even Saw. Are you rooting for the people to get out of these no. traps? No. You're, yo, you I want to see, see their... how this shit works, dude. <laughs> There's <laughs> like, never a happy ending. Come on. I want to see their saying. ribs like, ripped no, out. Like, I think it's do... about time we start doing, stopping this fucking bullshit. Let's go back to fucking rooting know, for the heroes again. I, know, I would love to it. see a really great Venom movie. You got to admit that. Yeah. Uh, if it's then, done right. And then lead to carnage. If it's done right. And then anti-Venom. Then, yes. then oh my God, that would just be fucking... <laughs> 
Yeah, that would I'd jizz. If that ever happened, absolutely. I'd Whoa, jizz. Well, now that we but got first that of information. All, there'd be so much it would be you might as well just watch a brand new fucking Godzilla versus King Kong. It'd oh, be CG God. like fuck, man. All Can't wait. Your face your face would be twisted by the time you came out of that movie. It would be like fucking uh be like when you saw that shit from uh what is it, the well? Uh the ring. The ring, uh, oh shit. Your face home. Talk <laughs> about a shitty sequel <laughs> I know. so much hope for. <laughs> I love the ring. The best Hulk of all is still Lou Ferrigno. Forever. Forever. He's the he's the last physical actor that will ever play that role. And right. he will and be the it. bestest forever. He's got to be. Still, he's still the voice of He's got to be. He gets bigger and bigger in the fucking comics, dude. Yep. He used to be like Ferrigno. Yeah. When they first started drawing him, he wasn't this huge. I mean, he was Hulk. He was big. But he wasn't like, dude. This, Talk your comics for a minute. I'll be dude, right like back. Fucking front side of a bus, man. Come on. Actually, the front side, the back side, the whole side. <laughs> the whole fucking there's, bus. A, there's a side conversation that we can both have. Dead oh, by Daylight. Ooh, yes, yes. De- Dead by Daylight versus the f- wonderful Friday the 13th game we've been playing. Um, um, actually, I'm, 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 I'm with you on the, I love, I love the retro of Friday the 13th. I love it. I, the hearing the ch, 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 just, just, and the VHS scratching when he uses the ability. Love it, awesome. dude. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, that being said, you know, you're getting murdered. <laughs> I mean, I, I start the game off and it's like you get to the cutscene, you're like, shit. <laughs> I'm not chasing. I, I gotta say, I gotta say, I've been playing, uh, I was playing right before coming to the Valhalla Studios today. And um, I successfully knocked off his mask today, um, so I was happy. Um, trying to get up there in levels, still have not got a single goddamn Pamela tape. Yeah, me either. I like. I, I'm on a. I, I, actually, I'll I'll send you a link. I'm on a group on uh, Facebook that talks about the game, and everyone's asking like, "What level were you with a Pamela tape?" And I'm always like, "They don't exist. It's a lie." <laughs> but then I see these videos of people finding them. Like, I haven't found a single one. They say they're in the drawers. And they're like, oh, you got it. your luck's got to be really high. I perked the shit out of my luck, and I'm still not getting any of them. Oh, you got to find them during the game. Yeah, they're in the drawers. Oh, okay. All but right. Then, but people say, like, oh, I was level this, and I got it. But then I saw one guy say, I was level five, and I got one. And it's, like, totally random. And there are some games, oh, I yeah, guess, that generate. There's some games that generate, I guess. Um, this is from Ilphonic that says they just don't, or Gun Media, rather. They just don't appear. So um, that being said. In case y'all didn't know, Dead by Daylight is a game where it's a smaller map. Right. Um, you, Very you have, similar. Right. But. You have different objectives, and um, you actually have a better survival rate. And the thing I do like is Jason has a sensibility. And, yes, I know you can mask he, yeah. his sense, and, and but eventually it kicks up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And Dead by Daylight, there is no sense. Like, you really well, have each, to pay attention. Each of the killers have their own abilities. Right. You know, like there's one that's constantly cloaked, but the kicker is you got to uncloak before you can kill someone. Right, right. You know, I was just I was just getting into that, and they they have mm-hmm. I guess acquired the Halloween and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre license. So and, you can uh, put and Bill from Left for uh, Left for Dead. Yes, yes, Left for Dead. Yes, yes. Bill from Left for Dead is in the game. Um, so I was gonna say, uh, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he just I saw him getting skewered the other day. And I was like, why do I know him? Why do I know him? It's Bill. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Bill died, and he got sent to to Dead by Daylight. That is funny. That's that fucking bitch. awesome. Um, I, I like 
the fact that you have these licensed killers coming in. I do. Now, um, who do we see next? I don't know. It's got to be Freddy. As I'm thinking Freddy. There's got to be Freddy. There's got to be Pinhead. Um, pinhead would be I could do a Pinhead. I could see a Pinhead. Um, um, I'd love to see a Chucky, dude. Or, oh, I always uh, thought Chucky was like not the worst Chucky, of the worst. If not Chucky, you remember the fucking the tra- the Terror of Trilogy, the, the Trilogy of Terror with yeah. the fucking witch doctor with oh, the fucking right, knife yes. under it. <laughs> <laughs> that little fucker. All right, I'm buying it. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Like, I, and uh, somebody brought this up, and uh, you know they got that spring break DLC coming out for Friday the 13th, where everyone's going to be all spring breakish. Yeah. There's a um, um, I forget her name. It's not really correct. I'm going to say it. The black girl in Friday the 13th. Uh, that's it. I'm yeah. triggered. This is bullshit. Take she the wears, statue down. Um, she wears a one piece bathing suit yeah. that's similar to a character in Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, five, I think. Same exact bathing suit. So they do these little nods to the other horror movies in the game, right? Right. You know, and um, gotta ask, what do you think of Chad Speedo? <laughs> Going back to Chad, dude. It's all about it. Chad. I love it. It's I totally love it. Chad. I love it. Yeah. You see him walk. You see him walk up, and all the girls are like. Eh. It's like, yeah, that's Chad. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do the Chad face if he blows it in you, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait to use Chad in the speed. <laughs> that's yes. Are you gonna Just do the to Chad watch face? Him fucking run away, Are you dude? gonna do the Chad face? Where I'm scared the yes. entire game. Uh, Dead by Daylight has more jump scares, especially fucking. I think it's got it's creepier. I like that's a little more fast paced. Oh, it um, scares. Yeah. I like the simplicity of the game. Like Friday the Thirteenth, when you break it down, is kind of complicated. You know, got to get the keys, got to get the gas. Oh get, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, and you got daylight. You got to be quiet. Like you got to right. be really fucking slow about it. Like that's what people don't get. Like if you're running around, you're gonna die. Right. And I tell that to people all the time. Like I see somebody running by me, I'm like, "You're dead." <laughs> and I'm like, "Dead by daylight." <laughs> dead by daylight's a little faster paced game if you like that. And like I like the, I kind of like that. There's no sense. Kind of with the killers, so you can literally hide. In the you bush. can hide, right? Absolutely. You know, I've had I've had these little fuckers hide from me, and I've walked by them without realizing it. You know. Um, oh, that's what I'm saying. There's a good, ch- but you also, that being said, there's ravens that will give away your position. There's other yes. things that you know, if people are really paying attention to the surroundings, and they and can find have, you. Like I ask you though, have you played? Um, I forget his name, but that that Japanese doctor, no, electro dude. fucking Oh my guy. god, he but is somebody great. Was amazing at him, and I oh was just god, like, I'm never playing this. He's again fucking against insane. You. Like no. some of the some of the special abilities with the new killers, they're like learning from the old ones, and it's like there's so much better. Yes, and, yes. Like, th- there's already a chainsaw killer initially, but Leatherface's chainsaw is a little bit better. Cause he, it he it kinda, runs longer. Yeah, you, you turn it up, and then he charges forward. Right, exactly. Which is, which is classic Leatherface. So. Right, exactly. I, I Horror games have really stepped it up. I like it. So. I love it. Um, Originally, we had, I mean, you had to have PlayStation back in the day. Yeah. Did you ever play fucking uh, Resident Evil? That was one of the original Resident Evil horror. and uh, Splatterhouse. Yes, Splatterhouse was a very well. That was more of a that was an action game. That was yeah. That was a, I, I that was a that good. Was, that was a more gory version of Ghosts and Goblins, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and it was a good tribute to Jason. I mean, he yeah. put the damn mask on, and became they, they, even at the end when he became Space Jason. Remember that? 
Space <laughs> I think that's where we should cut this off. <laughs> Actually, did you see uh, like Gun Media uh, put out a I would love to timeline. have a space, Jason. They put out a timeline of things they're doing, and obviously part four Jason's coming up, and it lists two more Jasons coming. So mm. one of them is most likely going to be Uber Jason. Oh, God. Right. Which I hate. He's gonna I, dri- I despise He's going to drive people home, then kill them? What's that? He's going to drive people home. They, and they call the Space Jason I, Uber Jason. I'm just making so. a ignorant joke before. The I... only one they can't do is the remake, and they can't do Freddy versus Jason. That's what they right. said. They said that right. right off the rip. They can't do those. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I'm still looking forward to it. I like, like I said, it is. It's like you said, it's, it is two different games. Like if you're, yeah. if you're, if you're like in somebody, asked, for... somebody asked, which game is better? I'm like, why can't I play both? Exactly. Right? I do play both and no. I enjoy them quite a bit. And, it, and it's really up in the mood. Like, cause if I feel like, like running around, then I'm doing the other game. You need, you, know you really need to do another gaming thing. Seriously. I'm trying to get you know, Alex. Oh freaking... my God. You know what? Don't worry. I'm, I'm going to build a channel. We're going to have a gaming channel. Nice. We have the racing channel, and it's doing rather well. Yes, it is. Thank you guys uh, for uh, tuning in. So CNJ Speedway that, Review. Those of you who like racing have been really, really great. Uh, get engaged. Um, that's it. Do yeah. it. Donate, and, donate to the Patreon, and maybe we'll give them their own uh, website. Yeah, we got two not? weeks. <laughs> two? Two weeks from tonight. Two weeks. Everybody's on board. Two weeks. Meat, cheese, and kill Bill. And tacos and nachos, yes. bitches. And now for the five most famous words in Loking Jabroni history, roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> I'm just letting it roll. Go ahead, guys. Frank the Bane. Frank the Bane. He was masturbating all over it. Have you seen my baseball? It's there. All right, guys. I, I know it's been squirted from my Pepe. It's been an interesting week. Um, mentioned earlier, we lost Harry Dean Stanton. She talked about Pepe. Great actor. Um, the racing world, which we'll talk about Wednesday night on the CNJ Speedway review. Uh, the racing world lost Teddy Christopher. Which, uh, yeah, pretty tragic. He was a local boy, but he yeah. did a lot of things on a national level. Uh, guys like Tony Stewart, Martin Truex Jr., Brad Keselowski all raced against him. Uh, tragic to see him go down. Last Sunday, he scored his 99th win, and on the way to a track this weekend, unfortunately lost his life in a plane crash. So, uh, you know, hats off and hearts go out to the Christopher family. And yesterday... Broke my fucking heart in the grocery store. My little gimmick phone went off, and it was somebody texting me that we lost a great person in the wrestling world, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yes, yes. Uh, you were supposed to hate him, but you loved him. Uh, there's not anybody I've ever met that loved wrestling, worked in wrestling, or even saw wrestling on television who didn't say, always loved the brain, man. Always yeah. loved the you brain. You know what? It makes me think. Remember how Bob Backlund he, he sat here in this very studio and told us that he would always, you know, take the dives, do this and thing just to help the other guy get up. Heenan was the same thing. If you had beef with Bobby the Brain Heenan on screen, yep, that made you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Uh, we'll say the wrestler who should now be named that didn't. Well, well that no, didn't not slam, the one I'm not supposed to be named. Right, the other one that yeah. didn't that didn't slam on there a giant WrestleMania three. You know. A good chunk of his popularity in the eighties and nineties was because of that feud oh, with Bobby Brain. Yeah, it was beautiful. Back, you loved it. You can go back to their AWA days, and that's why Heenan made the jump yeah. after He Who Shall Not Be Named Number One 
made the jump. He was like, I want him. And anybody he brings with him, that's who I'm going to face. Exactly. So uh, being big wrestling fans, I made the uh, top ten list of wrestlers who will universally be missed. No matter, you know, wrestlers die every day, people die every day. We talked about death earlier. Uh Um, These ten will always be missed for one reason or another. Uh, my honorable mention goes to he who shall not be named number two. Just kidding. I had to throw an honorable mention out there, and Ed gave me the idea. So, fuck he who shall not be named number two. Number ten is Brian Pillman. Where that guy could have gone without that. He, he died of a heart attack at 35 in 1997. He was just taken off at that point, too. Oh, he was hotter than the face of the sun. I remember, and I remember saying to myself, why? Like, I don't, I don't see the image. And then it's like, if you go back and you really watch him going up until the point where he got to the WWF or WWE, but at that time, it's, you were like, wow. The loose cannon gimmick was really, wow. really groundbreaking at that time. He that, was, that's what I'm saying. And so many him, people, and him so and many Austin people do it now. being side by side, former partners, but they're feeding off each other. One is the anti-hero who will beat up his boss. The other is the guy who just doesn't give a fuck in Brian Pillman. Yeah. And they worked so well against each other, it's hard to ever imagine. Even in 97 when they were doing this, they were partners three years ago. Yeah. You can't picture it. Uh, number nine, one of my favorites uh, in my teen years, although I never wore his gear and outwardly cheered for him. I always loved him. Big boss man. What a big 350-pound guy. He's dead? Yes, 2004. I didn't even know that. Heart attack. Yep. Ooh, that's sad. He was He was dynamic. Yeah. He was like one of the coolest wrestlers in the video games too. Heck like, yes! All you had to do was hit AB. Boss Man Slam. Yeah, it was like Boss AB Man Slam. And then yeah. Do the cartwheel. And it's like mm-hmm. that's all I could. That's all I could get to work in that game. I'm like Absolutely. I just did that over and over again. Absolutely. Number eight. We just mentioned him, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, he's only been gone a day or two, but man, I've been watching tributes all day. But ESPN did a sp- did a spot on him this morning. On I was, was going to say, Center. yeah, when you're when you're on ESPN, that, that says it, something. It, we should say it too. He was like a cancer survivor too. Like, yeah, he had his, part of his jaw. The taken part, off. the part that made him famous got removed, mm-hmm. and he was still brave enough to get up to for the Hall of Fame. And he mm-hmm. just, you know, he said, and that was at the beginning stages. He would yeah. do. He was up till last year doing autograph signings with parts of his jaw taken off. He couldn't speak. But he would write his little one-liners as you got your autograph. Like, Mike could walk up with his Red Sox hat or whatever, and he would just look at you for a minute, and he would write some one-liner that you know is an insult, but it's not meant to be. Only you Bobby would the know. Brain Heenan. Only yeah. you would oh, yeah. know. Be like, the weasel. Yeah. Thanks Something for wearing the, the Red Sox hat. Glad to see we could bring out the homosexual population, Bobby Heenan. You would just look at it, and you would laugh and go, <laughs> all right, Brain, you got me. <laughs> it was one of those managers that, he, you know, during those little segments, he would just grab the microphone, and he would outshine the wrestler half the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Without yeah, question. Uh, for my friends in Texas, number seven, pick a Von Eric. David in 84, Mike in 87, Chris in 91, Carrie in 93. Three of them were suicides. Like um, the, I swear to God, they wrote Savings Ry- Saving Private Ryan after, after the, the Von Erichs. Eric, Von Erichs. Because I can only. <laughs> <laughs> your other son's dead. Your other son's dead. Hey, your other son's dead. Oh my God, your other son's dead. By this point, like, who's the one who goes and knocks on the door to let Mama fucking Von Eric know? Like, I mean, seriously. For. Three of them, <laughs> for three of them, it was uh, the referee slash uh, co-promoter David right. Manning. Uh, Kerry was found by his father at his at his house. Dad, I'm going to go out and uh, borrow your gun and do some shooting. All right, son, I know you're going to jail tomorrow, so here's my gun. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Boom. So I always like to say when I'm having a bad day, some days you're the gun, some days you're the Von Eric. Very true. Number seven, Mr. Perfect Kurt Hedding left us in 2003. 
Uh, 44. And left, and left everything because, oh man, his Lord. son could be so much better if he was still around, I mm-hmm. think. The problem is he tries to be his father so don't. bad. Don't. And or the company tries to push him. No, such. that's what I'm saying. And if his yeah. if he was still around, he would be like, please don't do that. He just us. came back recently, but he's in like a sort of enforcer badass role for The Miz. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, again, we'll see. It, jury's out. It's been a couple weeks. Number five, uh, Beast from the East, Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, I love him. Drug loved overdose him. in 2007. I didn't know he was dead either. Yeah. Oh, you're going to learn a lot. We're getting to the nitty-gritty of this list. Oh, yeah, if you dude. if you don't know number one is dead, you, you're, you're fired. We're going to bring Eric Mitchell in. That's all there is to it. Keep, leave the, you just want his belts. Leave the, you just want to hold his belts. Leave the computer. Take the cannoli. I pay taxes on this fucker. <laughs> where's, where's the cannoli? Seriously, I get taxed on this shit. And you know what I say about taxation? Hit the button. Go ahead. Taxation is theft. It is. They should Amen to that. Uh, number four, he was already past his prime, long retired, but man, I would love to have had him here on the show. Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm. It, it, it's not the same. Think of how, how an interview with him would be now, looking at the product now. It wasn't the same when he went to WCW, man. I'm In the beginning, though, maybe, I, yeah. but yeah, toward the end in the rap album. and No the, disrespect to Macho Man, though. All you had to do was see him in fucking Spider-Man. Exactly. And he was juiced and like you fucking crazy. But you popped. It was like, dude, it's the fucking Macho Man. I know, but like... First name Macho, last name Man. Get it, it doesn't, right. It, it, the thing I'm saying is like, it doesn't surprise me he had a heart attack on the road, dude. He wouldn't stop juicing. And you yeah. know he wouldn't. You know, toward the end, yeah, because he got, he went from oh, being he, was, he, was, he had to he look was like ne- that. This was his. Neck. Oh, he looked like a this cobra. Was his head. It was yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. And he was two forty for most of his career. Even going into WCW, he could work his ass off. He was one guy I could watch his matches beginning to end, rewind it, and do it all you over again. Everyone wants again professional wrestling. Should watch that movie, The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke. Oh, without that's question. the way I feel about it. Do you know before you start. Putting a bunch of poison in your body. Mm-hmm. Watch that movie. A guy and I see what can happen to you. A guy I interviewed when I was with WrestlingOnline.com was in that movie. And three week, three weeks after the release, he did the whole premiere gimmick and all that, and died of a heart attack at thirty-two years old. Yeah, Steroid and the, the fine thing, like you talk, uh, you talk interviews with the screenwriter. He said I modeled that character after Randy Savage, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, like. Put them all well, together is, into one. It's the character. same thing, like the same thing with these fucking energy drinks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're fine oh, right now. Oh, they're killers. You're, no, you're fine right now. But after about three, four years, if you constantly fucking stuffing those it, things down it, in it's your funny, system, it's funny you said that. I've pledged that tomorrow's my last one. Really? Wow. I thought I was gonna have a fucking heart attack the other day. I was like stressed at work. Anxiety was kicking my ass. Oh my and, god! Like I was just like something. Like I feel hypertension. <laughs> I need to stop. Um, yes, someone said cannoli, and yes, he was great in Spider Man. I want to. I want to get to everybody. I haven't been reading a lot of these, but we got time. Had we to read some, those. We can do some I, I, sh- with I should audience. be back next week. Yeah, on, you'll be on back. Twatter. Uh, number three, still in his my, prime. I know my twatters miss me. You should have told all right, me how to tune in my phone. I'd That's all right. Think. Number three, he was still in his prime. He was training to make a comeback. Guess what? Unfortunately, another steroid induced heart attack, ravishing Rick Rude. Yes. Yes, man, oh. what a what a smooth worker. What he was awesome. Fucking perfect body, though. No homo, but shit, dude. No. That guy was r- fucking solid. Why this? Yeah. Why Rude never got a run with Hogan? I'll never understand. Because it made sense, and Hogan at well, that back point then was, yeah, doesn't work for me, uh, brother. Yeah, because you know what? As and uh, as impressive as Hulk Hogan is, I like him. You put him next to Rick Rude, Hogan, and he looks, Hogan, he looks silly. Arms. Hogan, top Traps, down. same. Fuck, he's awesome. Legs. This section here, nope. he's kind of soft looking. You know, yep. Not chunky, but he's soft looking. 
You Rude know? had eight pack. Exactly. So oh. so put just put him next to it. You know what? I probably wouldn't buy the leg drop the gi- and all the giant, that shit. Uh, fucking Paul Wright said that. Yeah. He said that his his wife was like, you know, I love you, but anytime Lex Luger comes around, you just look like yeah, a big tub I, I of shit. Yeah, I remember him saying that on that DVD. <laughs> like, yeah, but I he just, was like Lex right? Luger, dude. Thing, he sneezed and fucking muscles fucking popped for crying out loud. The thing, that was, the thing with Hogan, Hogan is about the, the emotion, the feeling, the Hulkamaniac. You oh, know, yeah. Someone with Luger or, or Rick Rude. It's body. The body. It's yes. a performance. I don't think I, here's the thing. Like I said, I don't, you know who doesn't, get, I could buy the big leg drop on a lot of people. I don't buy it with someone like Rick Rude. I think or I Lex just, Luger. I think I just figured out why people fucking hate John Cena. I was just going to, I was just going to reference John Cena because he's got, <laughs> I was just going to say he's got an he's underrated got the body, body and the abs. The work ethic, he works he's well. He's just like that Hogan, fucking eat your veggies, fucking do your. He, that's why he fucking gets the hatred, I will man. Definitely, I'll, I'll I definitely, I like John Cena. So, fuck y'all. Uh, Ange says if your phone isn't back next week, take the iPad or laptop for the twatter feed. <laughs> and she wrote twatter, just so you know. So, amen. Thank you so much, Ange. You get one of these. You get the Jimmy Snooker, not the rock and roll. You know what that means? means Gene Simmons is going to try to sue me. Fuck Gene. Uh, number two, on the day he was scheduled to win the WWF World Heavyweight title, we lost him to a heart attack. Eddie Guerrero in 2005. That was my man, He was on dude. the upswing. A la, he beat a cheat, a steal. Uh, a la, a, a cheat, a steal. That was Guerrero's <laughs> second time up, too, right? Yeah. Like he, had he, got a, he, had a peak, he had a peak, came down, then came back up, didn't he? He was yeah, I never followed dude. him, so I'm he asking was fucking you. So. Amazing, yeah. When he when he left WC, and I loved him in WCW. They did not know how to work him at all. They Any of those left. guys, Malenko, uh, Saturn, Guerrero, he who shall not be named. Those four when they left, they didn't they, know how to they use them. They all him. came to WWE at the same time. But let me tell you, the one guy that fucking just took that shit by storm and just never let go was Eddie mm-hmm. Guerrero, man. Uh, James, good him, good man. point. I have read uh, Eddie Guerrero's book. It was uh, published posthumously. He had finished it. A couple months later, he died, and then they released it. Great forward by Vince McMahon. Uh, the forward will have you in tears before you even open the book. Oh, I just want um, to say, a lot of people dog McMahon, but he... He cares. He, he does. He loves his people. There's a reason why he sent Scott Hall and Jake Roberts to rehab ten times each. Right. There's a reason he reaches out to, like, superstar Billy Graham and all these guys when they have their liver transplants and tries to help them. Uh, he's People say, oh, yeah, Vince McMahon is all about the money. Horseshit. Vince McMahon... He's won- got a lot here, of money. Here's the, here's yes. The, here's the thing. <laughs> I'll agree with part of that. Vince McMahon is more corporate. He made the company public. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. But at the same time, going to that, that the pressure of my father's son, you know, Vince doesn't want to be the guy that's like, well, it was so much fucking better when your dad ran it. You know, he doesn't want to be that guy, you know. But he also understands that as a publicly traded company, if you're using the images and the likenesses of these people and you read, if you pick up USA Today tomorrow – Let's go back to 2007. He he was on the roster. He was a legit part. He was in a storyline going toward the world title. He who yes. shall not be named number two goes and whacks his family, kills himself. It's a corporate nightmare. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, even though he didn't work for the company, he was always encouraging Kurt Angle when he was going through his substance abuse. Get yourself better. You're coming home one day. One day you're going to be standing here on my stage 
in the Hall of Fame because I care about you as a human well, being. His, his, you hear stories all the time about his father, like having these wrestlers sleep at his own house. Oh yeah, you know. But so, other promoters were out there going, "Oh, you don't have some place to stay? You got a back seat? Curl up, get a blanket. It's right. three degrees outside. Right? Not my so, problem. Thing, I don't think. Here's the thing. I don't think Vince McMahon is evil. You know, but he's definitely corporate. Yeah, he has to be though. You know, he he brought he brought. Here's the thing. He brought WWF, WWE, whatever you want to call it now. It's to a, where it, it is. It's Connecticut's largest publicly traded company right mm-hmm. now. That That's impressive. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. That's really impressive. It's you a know? little state, let's be honest. He, but we, he, were, we were the insurance capital of the world. We were at one time an aviation capital. Right. We are, by name we're only, the submarine. The submar- well, no, we're still the submarine. Okay. We are. But when you think of the largest publicly traded company in this state is the WWE and no matter where they go they're selling a bunch of tickets they're selling a bunch of t-shirts every day you can go to the mall you can look behind us right now and see, and see an action figure if you got they make money break daily it down too, break it down too Vince McMahon's smart too instead of like being on TV being like I'm not that guy I'm not that guy I'm gonna embrace that guy and he did that he did that yeah. last and week on television he did first that time in four years Fucking, he brought the company in WWE. was about to fold they're in the nineties. Yeah, they're about to lose WCW. He brought. He's like, you know, I'm gonna embrace what everybody thinks about me. I'm gonna put it on TV. I'm gonna create the era of attitude. One of the best characters and, ever was Mr. McMahon. Oh, and yeah. now, there you go. We're, and, we're meeting wrestlers at bars. You yeah. know, just think if he hadn't done that, we would be. If talking we met about a wrestler, totally at a, yeah. If we oh, met absolutely. a wrestler at a bar, it'd be because he was there because he was down on his luck. Hanging out with. Let's keep it real. You guys gonna be talking about this about TNA this way? No. Oh God. (laughs) Are we talking about WCW this way? No. And because we're from the Northeast, there is a little bias because the WWF is a Northeast company, originally New York, then Stanford, Connecticut. We all fell for the WCW kick for a little bit. Absolutely, because that's where all better. They had the better wrestling. Yes, the WWF had the better show. Right. If you guys ever have time, go on Netflix. Watch the founder. You know, it's about. I've been wanting to watch. It's about Ray Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's, and you all know how McDonald's turns out. So it's not really a big spoiler. How do they turn out? I don't know, like sixty billion a year or something. Okay, just check. But um, so like towards the end there, the the actual real founders of McDonald's, which is a guy's name McDonald, you know, he eventually he kind of scams them out of their whole company. You know, he honestly does. Ray Kroc is is an asshole. In every sense of the word, he's an asshole. But they ask him, you know, why? We showed you everything. We showed you how to make the burgers. We showed you this, that, and the other thing. And and Michael Keaton, as Ray Kroc, says, why didn't I just open my own restaurant? And he goes, because it wouldn't have worked. It's like, I didn't really want your process. I could make up I wanted my own the process. Business I wanted the name. No, he wanted the name. He's like, there's something about that name, McDonald's. You know, I want I wanted that name. It sounds... You know, friendly. It sounds family. It sounds American. I want that name McDonald's. And, you know, he's literally like, like, he's like, you know, he's like, why'd you do it this way? We totally could have, you know, worked it together. And he says to him, he's like, he's like, could you have done it the way I did it? And he's like, no, I couldn't. His father, Vince's (laughs) Vince's father. Vince has that that business mind that his father might not have had. Absolutely. That Ray Kroc yes. has, but that the original founder of McDonald's Vince had the humanitarianism that he taught his son. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying he's inhumane. No, 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 no. I, I get that. But whereas Vince Senior, and they're not, they're not Senior Junior for anybody who's listening. One is J, one is K. Um, Vince Senior had the mindset to give you the best product, 
and he kept it very tight knit northeast. Vince uh, thought bigger Maine to Baltimore. His, exactly. Vince, Vince Junior thought, and I'll say Junior for the sake of discussion, yeah. thought bigger than his father. Junior Absolutely. Junior saw what his father had, and he looked at the other territories and said, "We're better than them. We're better than them. Right. We and might we be better this. than them. His, Let's go find his out." His father yeah, still this. had that mentality. Well, that's not my territory. You know, exactly. Not. He had, he had that handshake agreement. I will not compete with the Von Erichs. I won't compete with Vern Gagne. I won't go down to Crockett's area. Vince Jr. said, fuck that. It's a whole free open market. I'm going to go. It's a, we say it all the time. It's a free and open market. Right. But look at it this way too. And, and, um, uh, Gary Wolf said on this show, those guys helped us get paid. Mm -hmm. So everybody benefited. You know, he said about Hulk Hogan and and his whole thing. He made it a, a brand that they got paid. There's a reason ECW succeeded where others didn't. No, I'm not just going to point to the Northeast, but because, again, guys like Mick Foley, uh, Vince McMahon, Hulk Hogan broke those doors open. Right. I don't remember, and as much as I love him, Ric Flair didn't break a lot of doors. Dusty Rhodes didn't break a lot of doors. Lex Luger, the, the Road Warriors did. Uh, Joe Laurinaitis, who was on our show, they, they broke open some doors. Yeah. But the Hulk Hogan's, uh, my Mount Rushmore, if someone said, give your Mount Rushmore of 80s wrestling, Hogan, Andre, Piper, Savage. Mm-hmm. They created this phenomena that is still going to this day. I think that's why CM Punk was hated when he was leaving the WWE is because he made people realize that there is ass kissing in wrestling. And if you aren't one of these ass kissers, you aren't going to get to this point. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, perfect example Triple H. When he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, did you ever see him as a world title holder? Be honest. Be uh, not honest. at the time. I, I was watching back then, and no. Not at, Absolutely. The, not at the time. He, he was a fringe character. Exactly. I liked him, but yes. he was fringe. I did, too. I liked him back then He, at he was Hearst fringe, Helmsley. but there are certain people you're just like, you look at him like champion right. or head of WWE. Right. right. Yeah. Chief operating officer. Um, not, not at first. Um, I, I knew he had the goods, but he had to find it. You have to find it, and it, they all Dude, say he, it's he it. didn't pick that shit up until that well English, into the clip. English, oh yeah, well oh, into yeah. the clip. I'll, I'll say the same about John Cena. When I first saw him, I didn't think that's a guy who's going to run the company for fifteen years on top. Oh, I. <laughs> but the more he went along, I'm like, hmm, okay, you I can what? see I'll him disagree. being a lynchpin. I'll disagree. I did from the get go. It's the rap gimmick, isn't it? No, not just, not just that. Well. <laughs> yes and no, though. No, no, no. Hear me out. Yes and no. Though, I still have number like, one, guys. I know. Continue. Yes and no, though, because that's the kind of thing that speaks to the younger people. And let's face it, the younger people really run this sport. You know? Yeah. And and obviously, I'm not. Still I don't watch as regularly as the rest of you guys. But like everyone sitting at this table, don't make a hill of beans. You know, there. It's the younger people that are going to watch for the next. You 10 know years. how you know how you know John Cena has done it. Like it. I'm saying it with capital letters. I saw a Toyota commercial during the Falcons game. Do you know what song they're playing as their promo while you're watching this Toyota ride the streets of Detroit? The John Cena theme song. And you know what I'm doing while I'm watching this commercial? It's going, dun, 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 dun. There's me. John Cena sucks. But you know. Why does he suck, though? Like, I got to ask. He doesn't suck, per se. He is a very good performer. He is a fantastic athlete. He played football. He's a power lifter. Oh, he's, he's a worker. He's got the he's pedigree. A anything, but you know I what? I, I won't take away from he, him. He, oh. he get here's the thing. Not for nothing. You could hate the rest. He gets veterans a lot of love. 
He gives everybody like, a lot of love. He gives everybody a he lot does, of love. But he does. Can't take it really away from does. him. He does, but he he's always he's always been big on. on there was the that one thing I know. Thing let's and, let we're gonna let you wrap this up real quick, just yeah. to tell you about how cool he is. If Go you ahead. ever saw that one thing, I think uh, Ange tagged all of us in it. And oh, it the, the behind the screen behind and all screen. that. Oh my god! That oh, just, yeah, that, just tears. that just shows you. What he does for people, he's done and, the and, most. And just, uh, was it Make just, a Wish? Yeah, yeah, he's done the most Make a Wish. Look, when I, when, when out of I, no, out of every, like you could take the you could take second, third, and fourth, and they still won't add up right. to him. Like that's right. when 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 Chris Burns sits in his chair at home or goes to an arena and screams, "John Cena sucks!" It, it's not directed at John Cena the man or the the performer. It's directed at the character. It's directed at the bubblegum image that he has. Yeah, I know, but I'm, it works for I'm, him. I'm a Viper he's fan. Making so a, straight, he's making a straight. John Cena sucks. He's making a big time amount of money. But he's God a, love here's him. The thing, here's the thing, though. He's and just from this is for me watching like the few main events we've all watched and everything. He's kind of taking a back seat willingly. Willingly, he's he's, a, he's, he's not, the macho he's, man of our generation. Right, he's yeah. not like stomping in and ruining Brock Lesnar's fucking oh. whatever. You know, he's really not. He's he's doing the stupid gimmick stuff just to sell the tickets. So he's really taking a back. Seat. At this point in his career, he's not the headline. He's an attraction. He's Andre he the Giant. He's Hulk Hogan. He's, he's Roddy part of Piper. the fucking Bella's fucking show right well, now. Yeah. Come on, let's be honest with you. He's making. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like he's not. He's not trying to. Steal but he's the not show stupid me. either. He um, also understands. Comment right, from the comment is from Ange Finish says more than the Rock. He does a lot of Make a Wish stuff too. It's uh, it's all out there. Yes, John no. Cena's John Cena John Cena the most is anybody. Uh, yeah, seriously, not just wrestling. Anybody. Yeah. He eclipsed Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. And Michael all... Jordan at one time was one Listen, of the top I, people. He does so much Make-A-Wish. I want to know when he has time to fuck his hot wife. Yeah, well, they're not married yet. That's going to be on Total Bella Schnabitz yeah. Season 5 you or whatever. You know they're already married. It's I know. Be on some TV. bullshit. Exactly. Anyway, wrap this up. Uh, we'll, anyway, we'll move into something else. Uh, top 10 wrestler universally missed. Taken from us too soon. 34 years old. Could have been a world champion. Could have been leading the company today. Tragically, May twenty third, nineteen ninety nine, we lost Owen Hart, and uh, one of my favorites. Love me some Owen Hart. We we. My problem with that, I love Owen Hart to death too. What a fucking great guy. Um, another guy willing to do anything. The Montreal screw job. We lose both hearts on there though. I I yeah. I truly believe that he loved. I agree. He loved his brother so much, and I don't care where he was in his career. He would have walked out too because out of anything, I mean, and, and I don't know if you guys know the Montreal screw job, but I'm well it aware. was, I mean, our listeners, you got to know, it was a screw job. It really, like, and this just goes to show, like, as much as McMahon's a great guy, he can be an asshole. He's an asshole and he's a very business suave. Was it going to work? We could do work? a whole episode on the screw was job. Was it? Oh, I, I think we should. Possibly. Uh, November is probably, coming up. It'll be the, uh, do the 20 year anniversary <coughs> coming up not well, too far from now. Yeah, that's not a bad let's, idea. Let's do the Montreal screw job. I think that's a good idea because I still have be some a, shit that I. Might be a potential history. Ooh. <laughs> Who do we get on the phone while we watch the screw job? Bret Hart himself. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he'd answer the phone. Yeah, sure. Did you, did you, all right, real quick, uh, before, uh, before we get into the whole wrap up here. Did you guys hear that they actually did meet behind stage and he was like, look, I'm so sorry. Brett literally punched him. McMahon, yeah. Yeah. And the people said. It's documented. Yeah. He flew. 
Yeah. He flew like six feet the in the air. The corporate story is I let Brett punch me because I owed that to him. Horse shit. That dude no. knocked you the he fuck knocked, out. He was. I wouldn't want to get punched by any of you guys. <laughs> like, they pull their punches, but I'm not. No. Or Matt. Well, some of them. Yeah. Some just... of them probably couldn't <laughs> hit a pillow and make it dent. I won't let any of them punch But me. I get where you're going with that. <laughs> I'd get hit by test. <laughs> well, now you would, yeah. You wouldn't get hurt too bad now, would you? By the way, Tess is dead. Just letting you know. Uh, I let Bailey kick my ass. I let Alexa Bliss punch have. me in the mouth. <laughs> I, it's, this is something about Bailey. I let her kick oh, my ass. Oh, why? I don't know. Just oh. I like that happy, bouncy she shit. She likes that punky. You, he likes that punky Yeah, that punky bruise. I do. <laughs> I fucking love the fuck out of her. Uh, guys, uh, real quick, don't forget, if you're going to shop on Amazon, Go to www.lokinjaboni.com. Click our Amazon link. We also have WWE, Mars Hydro, King Cooler, all sorts of great affiliate links that you can get great deals on. And those companies will kick back just a little bit to our show. No hidden fees, no extra charges. Same great shopping you do all the time. If you want to donate to the Lokin Jaboni Show, CNJ Speedway Review, Loki's Gaming Gimmick. Um, they like seeing that shit, too. Affiliates you like are, seeing mm, our little title pop if up. If you are into... Fantasy football. Go to www.lokinjabori.com forward slash football. Check out this company. Get all the stats. Sign up. Subscribe. Get an edge on everybody in your fantasy football. Wow. There you go. Just don't start Edelman. Yeah, right? Fuck you. No, fuck Edelman. (laughs) Fuck Cutler, too. Fuck Springer. No, that one had. I, I'm I'm allowing that spring. Hey, at least you didn't have Fuck Casey. Keenan. I'm not. <laughs> at least you didn't have Casey Keenan. I'm on. I'm in a box. You are in a box. Um, don't forget this Wednesday, CNJ Speedway review. We're going to be breaking down the Chicagoland race and looking forward to New Hampshire. I won't be there, but Corey will. So we're going to have Ooh. some live. As soon as I build the Facebook page today or tomorrow, Corey's going to pop on to give you live feeds from New Hampshire. This coming weekend, hopefully uh, the Loki gaming thing. Your first one was fantastic. I don't know nothing about that game, but I watched that whole motherfucker. That was awesome. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And we'll I know do, you've we'll watched do, the Speedway we'll channel made. We'll do more video game stuff. Absolutely. So I gotta get that camera going on the thing. That's the biggest thing with my uh, my uh, other laptop. I need to get it going. Oh, yeah. So I have. As a matter my- of fact, like if. Folks would donate to Patreon so we don't have to use that laptop. <laughs> right? And you know what I was thinking? And I know that's dangerous sometimes. But Most I know two weeks from tonight, we have the meat and cheese Kill Bill extravagans right here. Um, why don't we open our doors next week, if you're interested and you're interested, to another Ask Us Anything? Because I had so much fun with that a couple, was it a couple months ago? Sure. And yeah, they do. People actually responded, and I loved it. Ask us anything. That sounds think? good. I'll do it. All right, we'll put the we'll put the word out, and you have one week. Uh, be on the live feed, or send us questions via Twitter at Loki and Jabroni, or here on the Facebook page. And make sure you're, or, you're doing that because if yes. you don't, if you don't get to the the Patreon, we don't get to pick you to come and enjoy the uh, the Kill Bill. Oh yeah, that's right. Two lucky listeners from the Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts area. If you're a Patreon donor, we'll be here in two weeks for the meat and cheese Kill Bill extravaganza. We're going to do an hour show for you guys. 
the Facebook Live slash iTunes right slash before Google we Play. fucking put you down in the chair. Yeah, I got to get in the chair. And um, unfortunately, I, I do have, I do none have of the movie will be seen on our on our live feed. It'll be all Patreon. I do have one request. Uh, when you duct tape me, I need my right hand free so I can get a beer, drink the beer, get a beer, drink the beer. I don't know. I'm not drinking beer through a straw. I've heard I think horror we should, stories. I think we should completely strap his arms. We will put a How about funnel you shut in his up? mouth. And we'll force him to drink. I hate whatever those beer. helmets. We'll, don't don't. We'll don't force please. him to drink whatever beer we choose. Ew, at that no, no, <laughs> fuck that. I'd rather join the political podcast. I'll get him the Stumpy Coors bottle. Ew, <laughs> Natty Ice, fuck. here it comes. Have you seen Gay Ribbon? We'll oh, finish. Okay. We'll finish him off with Keystone, and his face will just dissolve, dissolve like Ravens great. So I'll be on the floor, Chris Farley <laughs> style. Puking up blue foam. There Fantastic. Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Want a shitty beer? And, and, and to quote, In their defense, Narragansett makes some great side beers, but the main beer do. still sucks. What? The main Narragansett beer. <laughs> oh, we'll have to sucks. agree to disagree. Uh, don't we always? Never. Horse shit. Horse <laughs> shit. All right, folks. Have a wonderful night. Are we Patreoning? We can Patreon. Let's Patreon for We're 20 Patreon. minutes. We're Patreon. Patreon. Let's do it. I'm going to go smoke first. You do what you got to do. Good, because we got to wait for the live feed to process anyway. See? Rock and roll. Mana, mana. Do, 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 do. Oh. Got beans in my pants. <laughs> Pork and beans. And a Frank. Frank's and beans. Frank's and beans. He was masturbating.